Welcome to episode 357 of the Super Ultra Podcast Arcade for January 2nd, 2022. I'm one of your hosts, Daniel Nixon, and with me is my co-host, Dominic Stallworth. What's going on in this new year, Dominic? Uh, it's been a great holiday. I had a great holiday. You had a great holiday, man? Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Uh, it's, well, I wouldn't say great, but what the hell? I'm just, Well, I'll say great. <laughs> uh, fine. Yeah, so y'all yeah, know. Uh, so it's... For all your relatives yeah. that are listening to this, and they're like, he didn't have great health. Yeah, nobody knows what relatives are. Uh, so I don't have to worry about it. <laughs> yeah, it was, I enjoyed it. Uh, I only do nothing for New Year's, though. New Year's, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I actually was up past it. I heard I heard some fireworks. It wasn't as bad as the 4th of July, though. Yeah. Um, Like, and, we, and plus it was warm. So I thought it was going to be worse. I thought people was going to be out there, mm-hmm. like, doing it because it wasn't really cold that night. Uh, it's been a warm week overall. Like we're back to like we had a cold, a little bit cold spell the week before, like before Christmas. Yep. And after that, man, we just been fucking like spring weather or something yeah. like that, man. I mean, Christmas here, Day yo. it was like sixty eight, sixty nine, seventy something. Yeah, I was because I came out wearing. Like what well, I had a, like a big thermal kind of sweater thing on, mm. and I was like, "Oh fucking god, I'm hot!" <laughs> I said, "Jesus, what the, the hell was I thinking?" I didn't, I didn't, I didn't look at it. Um, the weather, what else is going on? What's what's going on? Um, oh no, I saw myself on holidays. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah, my sister she gave me um, a a nice gift of like this hoodie with our podcast logo on it. Oh, very cool. Uh. Yeah, yeah, it looked, it looked really nice. Uh, yeah, I liked it. And she also gave me some socks with video game, something like a controller on it. It says something on the bottom. Let's say That's cool. Oh, I lost the socks. I lost them. <laughs> I must have took them off when I was in the bed. Uh, but anyway, uh, and uh, some Simpsons mask, uh, you know, COVID mask. Uh-huh. Uh, she gave me that. So the Simpsons will help me protect me from COVID. Very so nice. that's good. It's kind of sad because I was hoping COVID would be over by now, but apparently, <laughs> apparently it's worse. It's worse than ever because it's like just yeah, goddamn cases and hospitalizations have gone up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it finally hit us at work. I think the first time we really had any issues, but you know, it's it's the milder cases, so nobody's really you know too sick. But no, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not hearing like well, at least not. Around me, I'm not hearing anything serious. Mm. I know my friend had trouble, like his mom had COVID because she, she had came down. She was sick, but they didn't know she had, I don't think they knew she had COVID at the time, but they oh, realized wow. when she got tested mm. that she did. But luckily he didn't get it, right. but that was pretty bad. Um, I mean, it was bad, but not horrible, like nothing life-threatening. Mm. I know the Delta, uh, Delta variant is the one that seems to be putting people really sick, but the Omicron is the one that just seems to be spreading around. Yeah. Uh, like hotcakes and shit. <laughs> so uh, it, it's, yeah, it's just crazy because I'm always, I'm watching sports and I'm always hearing somebody's out for COVID, somebody's out for COVID. Mm-hmm. Especially for basketball, it's horrible. It seems like you just, every game you're just going through, like, okay, who's not playing this game? And because uh, their rules, they didn't adopt the NFL rule of like, okay, we're not gonna vax, we're not gonna test people anymore. Um, just, mm-hmm. to, just to unvaccinated. We're just not, we're just gonna test the unvaccinated. But if you vaccinated, you're not getting tested. Uh, gotcha. Because so it's basically <laughs> ignorance is bliss at that point. Yeah, as long exactly. as you're asymptomatic, uh, you can play. It doesn't matter. 
Yeah, if you feel sick, you're just going to be out. I mean, yeah. you just say, hey, I don't feel well. Because some, some players do. Some players feel don't, don't feel well, but some players don't. I mean, they don't feel – or it's not that big deal. Maybe you just get it to like, hey, I can't taste anything, but I can still play – you can still play football. You can still throw that ball, so you, you can get <laughs> yeah. your ass out there. So I'm not going to bring that up. You out there. You just can't taste the Gatorade when you um, go on the sidelines. Yeah, which is good because it's trash anyway. <laughs> so what else? Uh but yeah, so how was your um your holiday? It was good. It was it was pretty quiet. We didn't we did our like family gift exchange thing a couple of weeks ago with my in-laws, but then we didn't actually do like Christmas with any of the family. We just did it with, you know, at home with the kid. And that was good. You know, she got plenty of stuff between us and my in-laws and and whatnot. So, she's still She's still got stuff that's not even open. I think I've learned my lesson that she's going to get like one or two things and then she doesn't need any more than that. I'm going to deprive my child. Dominic. You're supposed to give him so many toys because they're supposed to, well, they're supposed to break and lose them. That's, that's how it's supposed to work. <laughs> well, or actually, luckily no, so you're supposed to have those toys because if you have another kid, you just give them those things. They yeah. won't tell them there's some new toys. Yeah. <laughs> We're already right. like working on trying to get rid of previous clothes. Cause like I have my cousin who had her kid not long after us, but because of like the season difference, we can't necessarily just hand off all the clothes. Yeah. It's like, Oh, we had long sleeves, but now she's like, you know, six months after, well, it's, it's longer than that. Cause it was like March to January or something like that. But yeah, the seasons are just off enough where it's like, ah, this can't just pass off all these clothes. So now we've got all these clothes that we need to take to like a consignment shop or something. <laughs> all right. So I guess I'll just quickly get through this. So what's going on in the sports world? We have, let's start with football. So we're down to two weeks left. Uh, since the last time I talked, Washington has lost. Um, twice. So, yeah, we lost to the Eagles and we lost to the Cowboys again. Mm-hmm. The Cowboys game was just horrible. That was just a horrible game. It just blew us the fuck out. So I, I was kind of happy because I could just stop the game and like before the half was over. Um, so I was like, yeah, this this game is over, and I could just go ahead and play some video games. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that that was that was good. Uh, the Ravens aren't doing so well. I mean, yeah. they were down to their. I guess maybe the third string you want to call him. I don't know what string he was. Honestly, I don't think he was there. I don't think. I think the one was going with the two quarterback rotation at first, and then they had to get this guy. Yeah, but the they had the a backup. chance. They still had a chance, uh, but they 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 couldn't get through. Um, unfortunately, so it, it sucks. I don't know who's a quarterback this time. Like I haven't looked. At, I haven't looked at any news whatsoever as far mm-hmm. as sports so i don't know who's playing who's not playing honestly i don't know when lombard is going to be back or if he's coming back i have no idea as of seven so, hours ago it looks like humley's gonna start against the rams okay so that's okay so there you go um but yeah so i mean i'm rooting for him but it's gonna be tough the rams they are in first place in the division now because mm-hmm. the cardinals been losing so they've came back up well, they didn't, I want to say they came back because Cardinals been mostly leading the whole season until last week, I think. So 
the Rams just took over. Packers are still great. Uh, well, Aaron Rodgers, I say, is still great. Uh, the defense, Packers defense, is actually playing better this year. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm rooting for the Packers. I'm rooting for Aaron Rodgers to get another um, Super Bowl trophy because I feel like he deserves one. I mean, as a great quarterback, he is. I mean, he's. I think he's one of the best, or to some, they say he is the best one, and that's that's arguable. That's arguable. Um, that some people think he's better than Tom Brady. I was gonna say not until he's sixty-five winning championships like Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I I don't know. I just think Tom Brady is just fortunate. I mean, he's a great quarterback, but also fortunate to be on great teams too. Yeah. I mean, he was with the best coach, the best coach who knew how to get away with cheating. Um, <laughs> and he always had a top ten defense. Like these other greats, like Tate Manning and Aaron Rodgers. It was, it was rare for them to have top 10 defense. Like, I think Peyton Manning, <laughs> he was with the Broncos. They were a top 10 defense, but that was later in his career. Uh, and uh, the Colts, maybe one year? I, I, don't, I don't know. But Tom Brady, that was most of his career. I think almost every Super Bowl, maybe, they were a top 10 defense. They were a good defense. They were defense that could take it away. They were defense that would give him a chance to win. Uh, so it's, they had a good team. I mean, it, it's a team like Super Bowl wins. I mean, every puts on a quarterback because quarterback's the guy who really controls the scoring. I mean, majority of the time, I mean, you can technically score on defense, but that's, you really, you got to get, you know, fumbles and interceptions and mm-hmm. you can't control that all the time. It's kind of hard, but it's a, t- but it's really a team sport. You don't, it's not like basketball where you can play offense and defense. You're you are one can control one uh, like half of the game, and that's not even really half because you got special teams also. So you can control a certain part of the game as a quarterback. But I don't know. I think we give too much credit, but because it's easier to give it to a star, like it's you always want to give it to a star. So the quarterback's a star, and you want to say like, "Hey, he's the greatest because he won this many Super Bowls." But not really recognizing that there's other reasons why they won Super Bowls. I mean, yo, that defense was great. It's been great for New England. And then the defense was great for Tampa Bay with him too. And you can't say that um, he's the best because he wants more Super Bowls than Peyton Manning and Aaron Rodgers. Because you got to look at a whole a whole deal. Like, what, was the, what the teams looked like. Offensively, yeah. those teams were great. But some a lot of those years, like Peyton Manning's defense wasn't great at all, uh, and Aaron Rodgers' defense, man, yeah, that defense, it's rare to see. Like this is one of the best defenses I've seen with the Packers that he's been with, uh, maybe one other year. Uh, but he's mostly didn't really have a defense. Um, he had to do what the, had to um, score a lot of points. So it's it's just one of those things. But it's like whatever. Uh but yeah, the, the Packers still looking great. I mean, the Bills are looking good recently now. They've been on a little search. The Colts have been looking good. It's it's pretty open. But the I mean, KC seems like they're back. Kansas City, after they really didn't start that well, it seems like they're back in the driver's seat now. Like they look like the favorites, but not the over, like so overwatching favorite like. Oh, they're unstoppable. Hmm. But they look I wouldn't be surprised if they come out and won. Put it like that. I mean, they're still a great team. I mean, I kinda 
I think we should all kind of figure that they was going to come back to be at least on top or close to top, even though they start all bad. You figure like, oh, they'll fix what's wrong with them. What I did predict was that their rest of the division, well, especially the Chargers, were dropped significantly down. Like they are, they were looking great, but then they just start look losing their heart. They lost to what the Texans. The Texans are horrible this year. Like it didn't even make sense for them to lose to that team. I don't, I don't know. Like there's really no consistent team. That's the thing. There's no consistent team in the NFL this year. The most consistent team is maybe the Packers, and that's only because of Aaron Rodgers, really. So that, uh, yeah, I, it's it's up in the air. It's, it's this this season is definitely up in the air. It's really no overall favorite. Which, which is kind of good because she's like, you don't know what to expect. Yeah. All right. So we can get down to college football. The championship is happening now. They finished the the first playoff games. Alabama and Georgia won. Both F- SEC schools. Mm. Both SEC schools won. So it's going to be a rematch because Alabama did beat Georgia. So I did, I think Alabama's gonna beat Georgia again. I mean, unfortunately, you know, I'm rooting for Georgia, but I think Alabama's gonna win again. Ever since they've done this playoff, Alabama's been in all of them except for one. So what is it? This is this is probably what the eighth time they've been in seven times. I was like, <laughs> God damn it! I was like, when are they gonna find out that this school's been cheating yet? Well, how long we got until they until they find out that this man been paying people? Because who the fuck, like, who the fuck wants to go to Alabama? There's literally nothing down there except for that damn school, probably. And, I mean, there's literally nothing. I mean, the colleges. That's it. That's it. It's the wh- why would you want to go to Alabama? What's what is so great in Alabama, really? Especially for a black person, I don't know what the fuck you were. Uh, why'd you want to go to Alabama? <laughs> like, it, I mean, like you literally have to stay on campus. No, yeah. like I, like I will literally just like yeah. I mean, you probably won't, won't even want to go anywhere anyway. I mean, you, it's probably okay to stay on campus, but uh. I just, I mean, the, I mean, the guy's a great coach, though. I mean, so that's the, that's the one reason to go. But it's like, come on, man, they gotta be doing something with these kids. They gotta be selling something, right? They gotta be paying these kids off, right? Under the table or something. Well, yes, let's go to basketball. I know Maryland, they won the last few games, but they they ain't playing anybody like tough. So that's a big there. But I haven't been paying attention to college basketball much. But it, it, I keep seeing things that they don't know if they're going to finish out the season, because it's been quite a few cancellation of games happening because of COVID. And since the cases are worse than even last year, they don't, um, people are wondering if they could keep this up with um, like getting to get into March Madness. Well, we even had March Madness this year because of the cases. Um, it was suck if that happens. I mean, like that, yeah. like you would think things would be getting better um, not worse anyway, or at least be in a way where it has some some type of control. But it seems like right now we're not. Uh, it's it's really just all fucked up with COVID. Because um, even the NBA is even having a problem. Like I watch NBA games. Every time I watch the Wizards game, I'm like, oh, somebody's out for the Wizards, and it's not because of injury. It's because of COVID. And I look at the other team, I'm like, hey, I don't see a lot of their players either. Uh, it's just like you're just hoping that hey, our star, the star players are playing at least, and their star players is not playing, <laughs> so you have a chance to win. Uh, but the Wizards, as of today, they played out 
great game against Chicago. Unfortunately, they lost. I mean, it was a great game. That game was great overall. Wizards was leading most of the game, but Chicago came back. They were not missing threes. Like, they were making threes like crazy. And I just don't know how you – like, when a team is hot like that, and two, they have two great players, DeRozan and um, – damn it. What's his fucking name? Uh, yeah, Zach Levine. Like, he was killing that game. And I forgot what he ended up with. I, think, I don't even in the, in the 30s, I think. But they they just weren't missing threes. Like, the whole team. The whole team wasn't missing threes. Hmm. That's what, that was keeping them in the game. I mean, those two players and them not missing threes. Because we just kept staying around like a 10 to 8 point lead. But the fourth quarter came. Bulls came back. And then we was like staying within like single um, single digits, like between three and two. But then they hit a shot. They got the lead. Wizards, Kuzma hit a big three. I'm up there screaming, thinking we're going to win. And then it was three seconds left. They go, they come down after the timeout. They hit a buzzer three, which is like this second buzzer shot in a row by the same player, DeRozan. Apparently, he hit a buzzer shot in their previous game, which was just a day before. They come off a back to, so this is a back to back game. Wizards should really took advantage of this. Because like they should be tired, and after playing a tough game too, did they come back one tough game? I mean, Bulls are doing great this year. Like they, I mean, they got players too. Like they build a good team. They already had Zach Levine, but they picked up DeRozan, they picked up Lonzo Ball, um, they picked up some other players too. But they build a good team. So we're, I mean, the Bulls are looking good. Um, it was a, it's a bad loss. I mean, bad as in like, oh, uh, we had the game and we lost the lead. But it was a good game. At least it was a game that I enjoyed watching. So I, I can say that. I just hope um, we don't go on a losing streak. But I just, God, it pisses me off because we could have stole the game. <laughs> um, other than that, um, that was it. Um, any wrestling news happen? Um, so they had, uh, WWE had a pay-per-view last night in which uh, Roman Reigns was supposed to compete against Brock Lesnar. They had uh, a New Year's pay-per-view? Yeah, it's called Day One because uh, it was the first day of the year. Um, this is the first time they've really done that, but the biggest news coming out of that was that, uh, earlier in the day, Roman Reigns tweeted that he had tested positive for COVID and would not be participating in that show. So they instead put Brock Lesnar into the Monday night raw WWE championship match, which is currently held by Big E, and he won that match. So they clearly like kind of changed things last minute, but also decided that they still wanted Rome or still wanted Brock to win. Cause it sounded like a lot of people were speculating that Brock Lesnar was going to beat Roman Reigns anyway, which is, they keep doing this thing where they build up a guy like Roman Reigns. Who's, you know, he's been around, he's established, doesn't necessarily need one of these long reigns, but everybody's like, but man, when, you know, somebody new beats him, it's going to be a big deal for that person. And then it always ends up being someone like Goldberg or Brock Lesnar or something like that, where it's like, well, that person did not need the shine of beating Roman Reigns on this, you know, ungodly streak that he's on right now. And it's just, it's, it's just so WWE. Uh, I don't know. That pay-per-view they is should a adopt whole. the uh, the NFL's um, way of COVID. Like, 
Uh, so they have <laughs> actually, oh, okay. yeah. They they announced uh, I think like last week that they were going to stop testing as well. Um, I don't know if Roman, you know, tested himself or if he had symptoms or something. You have to remember that he did, you know, go through le- leukemia treatment and is you know immunocompromised. So he's probably a little more cautious about it. I mean, he did sit out WrestleMania the year before this one because of that. Um, And I think both Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins tested positive like a week ago. So people were kind of up in the air about whether they were even going to be on the show. But they did both compete. I don't know if that has anything to do with the new CDC guidelines of only five days, you know, from the time that you're testing positive or whatever and wearing a mask and all that stuff, obviously in the ring, they're not wearing masks. I don't know how that works. Um, but yeah, that, that's kind of, that's kind of where that was. The show overall was just kind of a, a nothing show, nothing too exciting happened. Um, on the opposite side of things, AEW, they did get Kyle O'Reilly, so one of the guys from Undisputed Era was added to that roster. So the three kind of main guys from that NXT faction are now there, Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, and Bobby Fish. So that's good. We haven't heard anything about whether Johnny Gargano is going to go there or not. There's some speculation. I think they have a show coming up in Cleveland, which is his hometown. And he's streaming stuff on Twitch, and WWE has a policy against that. So one would imagine either he's just taking time away or he's going to end up in AEW because they allow for that kind of thing. Um, Kind of the other big news out of AEW the other day, uh, actually, so I don't know if it was a couple of months ago. Yeah, a couple of months ago, uh, wrestler Big Swole, she, she was in their women's division, wasn't really utilized much kind of on the newer side of things like isn't totally great in the ring, but she's all right. And I think she was improving. Um, she, they let her contract expire. Cause it seems like that's kind of how AEW is doing things, you know, letting the contracts run out instead of just canceling them outright. Like WWE has been doing. Um, so she had a podcast that she put out the other day or like it was a live call in thing. And, Basically, people were asking her why she left. And she said, you know, there's diversity issues there. There's, you know, things that I talked about with them. And and I thought it was best that we parted ways. It was like the most amicable, like, um, constructive criticism kind of take that you could have on that kind of stuff. And they do have kind of a problem. Like, they're a diverse company. But a lot of those people that you see who are more diverse are on their lower tier, like YouTube shows and whatnot, not on Dynamite and Rampage. Most of those guys are just straight white dudes. Um, so that that didn't really get a lot of traction until Tony Khan, the owner and kind of head booker of AEW, went on Twitter and basically was like, Oh, we're super diverse. This person and this person and this person, basically like I got black friends, but it's like, I've got black wrestlers that were undefeated in this calendar year. So kind of a bad take. And then also, Hey, we let her go because she wasn't a good wrestler. So really unprofessional hot take on Twitter. 
So that kind of blew up on New Year's Eve night. People were joking about Tony Khan getting into the White Claws a little early. Um, so that kind of blew up for the couple of days. It sounds like things have moved in a positive way. Some of the wrestlers who kind of were upset about that original tweet have posted that they've talked to Tony Khan and, and you know, there was some misunderstanding there, but also just like the, the level of professionalism with the way that that was handled entirely was just really bad. Um, so it, we'll see how that goes. I mean, we know WWE is questionable in their ethics as an entirety, and it kind of sucks that you, you th- see things like this where it's like, oh, maybe this alternative that you thought was going to be better is maybe not run by people that are very good either. Um, and it, it makes you less like excited to support a brand, I guess you should say, I guess I could say. Um, so we'll see how this actually reflects in the TV program, but it's just like, Oh, the, this was entirely self-inflicted. If Tony Khan hadn't said anything about any of this, then, you know, most people wouldn't have even heard about these comments. And, you know, that's something that, Allegedly, according to some of the wrestlers, they are at least attempting to work on in the background. So, you know, you can see some of that reflected in the television product, but it it's kind of slow and steady right now. You know, they have their top stars and their top stars are guys like Daniel Bryan and Kenny Omega and 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 people like that who are, you know, straight white dudes. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of where that is. But wrestling as a whole, AEW still doing a good job with the actual product and WWE is just doing a WWE thing. Okay. So, um, yeah, I guess we're getting to what we were watching. Um, yeah, no, oh, you can keep talking. I mean, okay. the, the shows you watch. Gotcha. So I watched a couple of things this, these past couple of weeks while we've been away. Uh, Encanto is the new uh, Disney animated movie that they just put up on Disney Plus that released in theaters, I think like a month or so ago. And that was delightful. It was very good. I'd put it up there with the Frozens or the the Moanas. I don't think it's quite as good as Moana, but it's, it's still very good. The story is interesting. It's basically about this family who has magical powers and they kind of, uh, one of their powers, Bruno is like an uncle or cousin or something like that. And he had the power of like foresight and that started to break apart the family and everybody starting to lose the powers. And the one girl that didn't have powers is trying to bring the family back together. So that was very good. The music is also very good. So I enjoyed that a lot. I think that was very good. Uh, also watched The Matrix Resurrection. Did not think that was very good. Uh, we've talked about it in the past, kind of leading up to so this. So why'd you watch this, but you said you told me you didn't even watch the second or third one? Because it was new and out on HBO Max. If I had to go to the theaters, I would not have seen it, but it was on there. My wife was interested in watching it. Um, okay. she, did she see second or third one? Yes. Yeah, okay. she was She was more... I mean, I am so familiar with those movies from absorbing everything about them through 
the rest of pulp culture and the internet and whatnot that I don't feel like I'm missing any like plot threads or anything like that. It's really just a matter of, I haven't sat down and watched through both of those movies. I don't think at any point. Um, and, and that's, that leads to like my, at least partially my feelings on this is like, I was, the matrix was never something I was super excited about past that first movie. I mean, that first movie I went to the theater when I was younger and I saw, and I was, you know, amazed by it as a youth. And then the second one came out and people said it wasn't very good. And I was like, Oh, I guess I don't need to see this. And then the same thing happened with the third one. Um, and then at some point down the line, I pretty sure I bought like the HD DVDs of them and kind of, you know, maybe had them on in the background or something like that. Just whatever. Didn't really pay attention to them. Um, and then this one came along and it's like, okay, let's see what they're going to do with this. You know, are they going to have something interesting here or are they, you know, just going to do kind of a cash in thing. And I don't necessarily think it's just like a cash in thing. In fact, most of it is, kind of a joke on it being a cash in thing. It's very much like self-referential and I don't, I don't know how I feel about that part of it. Honestly, like I kind of commend the one Wachowski uh, that, you know, worked on this kind of saying like, Oh yeah, they were going to do it without us. So I had a story to tell. So I figured I would do it, you know, myself. But at the same time, just like everything about it is just blah. Like the story is, you know, basically Keanu gets pulled back into the matrix and then like Trinity's still there because they, instead of just like destroying that program or whatever, the machines decided to, basically put them in cold storage, like locking them deep down in the matrix somewhere and keeping them in their pods. I don't know if like that has something to do with like, Oh, they have to exist in this world or something. Um, and then, you know, new Morpheus helps pull them back in and they of course have to, to break people free of the matrix again is, is where they're trying to get. And it's just the, the fighting isn't great in this one. The like slow motion bits. I don't know if they're just like a lower budget or what they, they really just don't even look as good as those, those old matrix movies. And they definitely don't live up to like a modern day interpretation of that same kind of technology. It's, it's really weird. I don't know what's going on there. If they were just like, Hey, you got to make it with this budget or what, but it just, it's not great. So I don't, I don't come out of this saying like, it's a terrible movie. I don't like it. And it's, I don't think it's great, but I could see fans of the matrix, particularly people that also found something that they liked in two and three finding things that they like about this movie and the way that it handles some of the characters and, and the matrix world as a whole. So that's kind of where I stand on that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, also watched Hawkeye. The season finale of that came out. That was enjoyable. I, 
I think that might be up there at, at, at or near the top of the Marvel series on Disney plus so far as, as a whole, the finality, the finality, the finale. If you compare it to something like Loki, where it has this huge revelation, isn't, isn't that it's not mind blowing, but I think it leaves plenty of opportunity for more things to happen. And I think overall the series as a whole was just very good and balanced well between the character development of like a Kate Bishop or even Hawkeye. I mean, Hawkeye up until this point hasn't ever really been the focal point of any of these movies or even had that much character development outside of, Hey, look, he's got a wife over here and kids. Um, so I think they've done an excellent job with those characters as well as echo her character. I think they did a great job of developing her and they did do some interesting things with where the finale goes and some of the characters that they brought in there. Um, so I think overall that series was very good and I definitely put it up there near the top of the Disney plus stuff. I don't, I say near the top, but that's just because like, I'm not entirely sure how I would rank any of them right now because WandaVision is such a weird thing and goes off in kind of weird tangents. But like there's that middle section of that show that I think is extremely good. Like the the beginning is very niche and, and and kind of less accessible for some people. And then you get into the middle bits and then the finale is kind of like boilerplate Marvel finale kind of stuff. And that's kind of what you see in this one as well. But I think it's more consistent throughout. And then Loki, I think, was very good but is maybe a little is praised a little more for the way it ended. You know, if that, if that hadn't been a like, look, here's Kang type thing, I think people would be a little more down on that show. And captain, uh, captain Falcon, captain American winter soldier. I think that just, it was affected by what they had to do to kind of cut around the pandemic stuff. And it feels choppy in a way that that works against it. You know, overall, I think it was a good show as well. And it had some really interesting plot points and, and kind of general feelings to it, but it definitely was a little more disjointed because of the way they kind of handled the flag smashers and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, Hawkeye, I think good, enjoyable. I know you said you were kind of struggling to get through it, um, where you're at right now, but kind of checking it out as we're recording this. Um, after that, you say, you say the top, you say the top of the Marvel series. So what's, what's the top? Well, that's what I was explaining. Like, I don't, I, I couldn't tell you that it is the top instead of at the top because I'm not sure without like going back and watching all four of those series again, not counting what if five, if you want to count them, um, I'm not sure exactly how I would rank them, but if I had to just kind of go off the top of my head, I would probably say it then 
WandaVision, Loki, and Captain America and the Winter Soldier with What If at the end. They're all still series that I enjoyed, but I think, you know, Hawkeye does a really good job of balancing the Marvel formula while also exploring these characters in a way that I really like with with some extra depth that you didn't see in some of the other series. All right. Uh, after that, also saw Spider-Man No Way Home. I thought that was very good. I was a little concerned seeing the trailers and kind of reading all the stuff leading up to it that maybe it would end up being a movie that was a little too crowded, what with the kind of returning villains from the different universes. And I think they handle that stuff excellently. Um, some of the characters do get kind of pushed to the side, like the lizard kind of gets, you know, backseat as well as Sandman. Um, but for the most part, I think they do a really good job of that stuff. And just overall, I think it's a really good movie. I'm not going to get too into spoilers, you know, cause it's still relatively new and you haven't seen it yet, but I, I do think that is an excellent movie and, you know, is right up there on par with no way home and homecoming or far from home and no coming and, and homecoming as far as the Spider-Man movies go. That's cool. Yeah. And then the last one I saw was you also saw book of Boba Fett. Uh, first episode kind of explores how he escaped from the Sarlacc and kind of how he ended up where he is when you finally uh, kind of see his reemergence in the Mandalorian. And I think so far it's good. You know, it's, it's on par with the Mandalorian kind of in that vibe and whatnot. And I, I'm interested to see where they actually take this, you know, with him is kind of taken over for Jabba as this new crime Lord, but with the heart of gold or, you know, <laughs> ruling with, with respect instead of fear. And well, that's the problem I had. Well, it's not a problem. It's just that uh, I, I understand him having. Actually, I don't. <laughs> I don't know why he has honor. Yeah, I don't know where in the story did he he what what the character I seen in Clone Wars, he was just a kid. So maybe mm. I want to know where in the point for him being a kid to where he was just trying to get revenge on um Windu for killing his father and he's being with these, I mean, he was with these other bounty hunters and I think he didn't really like what they were doing. I mean, I got to look at it again, but he was just a young kid. So I understand, understanding, understanding certain points, but, but he becomes a bounty hunter. Right. And he didn't seem like a guy who's a bounty hunter of like, or I thought he was just, he was just a bounty hunter. He was just a guy who just, you like you hired him, he goes out and gets the, the guy or kill them, and brings them back. Yeah, and that's it. And like I didn't, I want to know why did he's become like, hey, no killing. I'm like, what? You know why, why I mean, Dominic? Because he's an anti-hero now, and we want to make him more honorable in the show so that people can root for him more. Nothing in the in the actual text. It's just yeah. I just need I need to marketing. know when, when did he change? When did he change? Because I felt like if he was with some honor. He would never worked for Jabba the Hutt. He would never took that 
job. And when <laughs> I read in the comics, I mean, this don't seem like the same guy. Right. At least yeah. from this this episode. From this episode, this is not the same guy I read in the comics um, that I read in the Bounty Hunter comic. Uh, that's I think that's still going on. And um, what I've seen from him in the, the brief time I've seen him in the movies, what he did. Because like I felt like this guy wouldn't work for Hulk, I mean for Bob of the um I said Job of the Hut <laughs> if he is like that. Because he that Job of Hut's nothing nothing's honorable about him. Yeah. And I, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm I'm curious to see what, what was the change. I mean it's probably a change that makes sense. I mean no the show overall it's fine. But I was kinda hoping he'd be more I'm not saying he should rule like he said he was rule with respect. And I, I feel that you still can do that without being like, oh, he's like the uh the lovable warlord. I, I don't I don't think he needs to be that. I mean, yeah. not saying he is, but it's just I don't know. I was looking for a little more darker tone with him, honestly. Mm-hmm. And I guess I mean, yeah, I was looking for a darker tone. I was looking for a little darker tone. And I'm not saying it had to be freaking rated R, but I don't know, a little PG thirteen. I, I like I don't need him to be I don't want him to be the Mandalorian because I feel like we had the Mandalorian. Yeah. Like I that's what I feel like. I almost feel like he's closer to as of right now. This is only the first episode though. Maybe something will change. He feels like a the Mandalorian. And I don't I don't want him to be that. I want him to be a, a like someone who's he will like he will take it further. Like and he's willing to do it. Like it's not like, like he's he's willing to do it, and he has no problem. Like he's he's no second guessing or anything. Mm-hmm. That's what I felt like. And uh, I was hoping to explain what changed if if there was a change. I mean, it has to be a change. Yeah. What changed um, caused him to be that way? Yeah, they definitely have to explain that stuff because right now it's kind of bouncing between that time where he was. You know, he escaped the the Sarlacc and kind of got captured and then is also bouncing to modern era. So you're seeing that like lighter side, but then you're not seeing one way or the other out of that earlier Boba Fett. Like you can kind of understand like maybe his his thought process changes a little bit when he almost dies in the Sarlacc pit. But then you should also see it like evolve from there. And maybe that's what we are seeing with like the Tuscan Raiders or whatever. You know, maybe he's going to adopt whatever that leader that we see in that episodes, you know, maybe he sees like that guy is ruling more with respect than than fear or something like that. And that's where he's adopting it from. But honestly, at the same time, I'm I'm shocked to kind of not see him just like cold bloodedly kill that Rodian, I think they are the little guy with the antennas when he snitches on him. Like in when he's trying to escape oh, the, yeah. the first time. Like yeah, I'm a like, little surprised that some, he's just not like what fuck was you. Some of that Rodian, like he didn't did he just want to be a slave? Maybe what he knew his, something what? that uh Boba Fett didn't know. And he's like, oh this guy gives me three hots and a cot. I'm sticking here. <laughs> okay. He's got Stockholm Syndrome, Dominic. All right. So uh, that's, yeah, that's all you watch, right? Yeah, that's what I've watched. Yeah. What have you been watching? You watch quite a bit. Uh, yeah, so I only watched that, The Book of Boba, and I mean, I've just been watching what I've 
been saying before, like Naruto and One Piece, mm-hmm. which I don't. I was um, after this arc. I'm curious if there's any good arc after One Piece. I, I'm not sure. I might take a break from it because I, I think what I watched like 200 something fucking episodes of it, and there's like 700 of them <laughs> out there, and I don't think I'll be going right straight through. Um, and Naruto is a lot too, but it's not that much. Not as much as that one, but it's a lot. But it's an ending, and I'm. I know I'm not going to be watching the Boruto, I think it's called, where it's his son. Mm-hmm. I heard that sucked, so I was like, okay, yeah, I'll stop when he's... <laughs> I'll stop with Naruto then. Uh, but I'm at an arc where it's pretty good. Like, his people are dying, and, like, that's close to him. And, like, you're le- he's finally learned who he really is, and he's finally getting stronger. So I was like, okay, I, I like this progression. Of like how people always hated him in this village. Well, I hated him, but they well, they just kind of disliked him. They see him as a troublemaker and mm. things, but how he's grown from that to now he's the hero of the village. And it took a while. I mean, shucks. What I don't know what episode it is by numbers, but I know it was like what, season seven or eight, based on how to do seasons of Shapoden, and that's after what? of like five or eight seasons of Naruto mm-hmm. when he was a little kid. So now he's a teenager. And so it's, it's been a lot of episodes. So it's been like a long growth from him going from a kid that everybody's annoyed of and making fun of and stuff to now he's getting, he's respected now to the point like everybody respects him. And now I guess now is the arc, I guess is that's supposed to happen is him finding his friend that has been gone for a very long time now, but like, guess he's gonna, he's probably gonna fight him. That's gonna be a battle between them two or something like that. And then I guess I don't know if that'll be it. I mean, I mean, that's all I really want. That's closure for me. Cause that's all I really want is to see that happen. Mm. But yeah, but this the series is is good. I mean, it's still the problems I have is what I probably have with all animes that it's a lot of filler. Cause right now I'm at a part of filler. Cause after this big thing happened. They're doing a bunch of flashbacks when he was a kid. I mean, hey, they're funny episodes, but I was like, darn, um, I wish they were in the original one then. So I have to do a bunch of flashbacks. I just want to go right straight through. So I might, I might actually be skipping these to get back on track to the main story. Then you have the problem of, you know, fight scenes going for fucking 10 episodes, like between one person. It's like, uh, it's just funny because I just think about like, Watching a old uh, cartoon, American cartoon, like a superhero cartoon, something like that. Let's say like Spider Man, and he's fighting Doctor Octopus. Like he fights Doctor Octopus. I think it was like a two parter. I guess if there was a Japanese anime, that thing will be a fucking the whole fucking season probably. You <laughs> yeah. know, just fighting Doctor Octopus. <laughs> like like Spider Man's gotta get stronger. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like oh, I can't beat him. I gotta go train. Yeah, yeah I gotta go out and train. With Iron Man. Iron Man is going to train me. And then I, I'm going to come back stronger than ever. <laughs> and be Doc Octopus. And also with Japanese anime, see, they make it so that, well, with with these type of uh, anime, because it's different types. They're all the same. But it's like, yeah, you fight somebody, you're not as strong as them. And then if you're not as strong as them, you don't beat them at all. Then you have to go, you get hurt. Or somebody has to come save you, who is stronger or something. 
and then they retreat or something like that. Some or somebody they'll beat you up and they'll just leave and said you're not worth it or something like that, you know. Or they think you killed you and then someone saves you and then you become stronger and then you can fight them now. Like that's how it works. But see, in American like cartoons or like superhero shows of that ilk, you don't have to be stronger. You know, it's not about being stronger than the guy or training harder. It's just like a basically situational, uh, basically awareness. Like you might use something against them or you you outsmart them or something of that ilk. It's not about strength. Not the whole thing. The whole point is that, hey, this guy's not as strong as Spider-Man. I mean, I mean this guy is stronger than Spider-Man or stronger than Batman. And it's like how Batman's going to beat him. And it's not about them beating him because they got stronger. You know, it's about them intelligence or whatever to figure out a way to counteract their strength mm. i just yeah i noticed that with a lot of these shows like oh see that piece they go by strength while americans it's not it's not about the like freaking brute strength a lot of times like they might have the enemy might be stronger or hell the hero might be stronger but the enemy's a smart dude like come on like lex luther like he's not stronger superman but he does a lot of things that out to um to counter Superman's strength and everything like that. Like, these Japanese shows, they be having so many episodes. Like, they be on for so long. So, but it's the same arc. Like, uh, One Piece, that's how it is. Um, I think it's at the point where Luffy, the main character, because he fought somebody who was just so much stronger than him. And then, so, I now he didn't, I don't know when he trained. That's the thing. He just said, hey, I learned, like, he, he fought this other guy, said, Hey, I learned um, that I have to get stronger. So now I'm doing my new move. I was like, what the hell did you train? <laughs> I don't remember an episode where you stopped and learned your new moves. Like you would just like you just came up with that. I was like, whatever. But is this the point? Yeah, he gets real strong. And then he now he's at a point where he can fight these guys that are super strong or, or something like that. Yeah. All right. Uh so what else did I watch? Oh, Black Jesus. Black Jesus, um, it ended in 2019, um, the third season. But I didn't know there was a third season. I thought it was only two seasons, honestly. And so when I saw HBO Max, um, they had like new Black Jesus. I was like, new? I was like, what do you mean new? Uh, because it was already up there on HBO Max, but it was just the first two seasons. Uh-huh. And I guess they added the third one. And I was like, oh, crap. I didn't even know there was a third season of Black Jesus. So... I watched a few of those episodes and they were funny. And this is after Charlie Murphy passed away. He was a regular on the show, but they do mention him uh, about him passing, but they didn't really say how he passed though. They just mentioned him in passing like, Hey, um, well, Jesus, black Jesus saying like he's in heaven, um, everything hanging around his pops or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, so that was cool. Um, but it's, it's funny. I still enjoy it. I still, um, think it's hilarious. Some of the regulars, are still there a few of them um not all of them but actually in a later episode you actually see like previous regulars come as like guest stars or something up there like i see them i said oh, okay like there was the cop lady um uh, hispanic cop lady who was up there quite a few times and her boyfriend who was always with black jesus and she used to didn't like him hanging out with black jesus because mm. of course a lot of people don't believe him like he's really jesus <laughs> or whatever but some of the people they know he's jesus because he could see him do miracles to see him do right. things like that it's pretty funny, and um, I'm assuming it's not coming back anymore. But yeah, it was. I mean, I thought it was a good show. I thought it was a good show. I don't know what Aaron McGruber is doing now. I know HBO was supposed to do 
the Boondocks comeback. I don't know if that's still happening. Yeah, I haven't heard anymore. anything recently about it. Yeah, so I have no idea what's going on with that. But yeah, I I've got to finish it. I think I got to probably like what three episodes or four episodes left in this season. Um, I don't know how I'm want to say maybe it's ten. I'm not sure how many episodes it is. But yeah, I I still like it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was it was still pretty funny. Um. Yeah, I think that's it. I'm trying to think. Did I watch anything else? Um, nah, I think I'm good. So I guess we're getting to what we're playing. So I guess you go ahead. All right. So I got back into playing Death's Door. Um, pretty significantly far into that now, I think. I've got two of the what they call giant souls of the seemingly three that I need to collect to beat that game. Um. I'm having a good time with it, but I think the thing that's stopping me from enjoying it on a level that I would like to is the lack of a map. Like there is no map whatsoever in that game and everything intertwines. Oh, yes. That's I think that's the problem I had too. Yeah. And I was thinking I was doing something wrong. So I was like, maybe I can <laughs> maybe there's a map. I just don't know where I'm supposed to look. Okay, so where is it on map? Yeah, All there's right, no so map I'm, whatsoever. Because I I was thinking got, the same thing too. Like maybe I need to pick it up somewhere or do something. Yeah, and I looked it up. And even online, I, at least what I've found, there's not like a good map that's gonna actually show me what I want to see. Like I think this would would work well with something like kind of a Metroid prime map where it shows all the different things and then you can kind of spin it around and arrange it. And I think I was a little spoiled with Metroid dread, just having the map that it did because of all the, like, here's the thing that you saw that you couldn't break yet. And here's that and this and the other thing. And everything that I'm reading online is like, Oh yeah, they don't have a map because they want you to explore. And it's like, I get that, but also I feel like I'm just like going around in circles a lot of the time. And now that was kind of earlier in the game before I kind of got all the power ups and now I have all them. I'm on the path to where I need to go, but I'm going back to try and find some of the upgrades and whatnot because you have health upgrades and magic upgrades that you get independent of like the stuff that you can also level up through the kind of currency that you're using. And I'm just trying to go through and find some of that stuff before I go try and and fight this last boss or the last boss before the last boss or whatever it ends up actually being. And it's just, it's difficult to kind of, kind of to keep track of where I am, where I've been, what I tried to do and have been unsuccessful with. Like there have definitely been some kind of like these, there's these portals that just take you to like kind of a battle arena where you're supposed to fight these enemies that I feel like are kind of more leveled up overpowered guys that take a little more than even some of the bosses that, that I've fought so far. And it's just like, okay, maybe I don't want to keep just banging my head against this right now. I'm going to go try and find more health and then come back. But I'm honestly not entirely sure that I'm going to be able to, find my way back to that place unless I like break out some graph paper or a notebook and say like, Oh, I go through this portal from the the death agency or whatever, you know, you use the different doors to kind of shortcut around the world a little bit. 
I'm going to use this door and then I have to go up and left and right, you know, that kind of thing. I, d I don't want to go that in depth into it. And I feel like a map in this game would have, you know, no, dang, you just got to be like the old that. ways, like my old man used to do graphing paper. Yeah. Or something, I, and you just, <laughs> you draw the lines of like where you're going in the dungeon. Honestly, I like those. I am, I am so close to doing that, honestly, because I want to enjoy this game more. And I think I would, even if I did that, as long as I had some kind of references to like, this is where I've been. I feel like I've, you know, explored all my options in this area. I'm going to like scratch it in gray or something with my pencil. And, you know, it's just, it's too much work though. When there's so many other games that I would also like to play and, this is something that's in basically every game ever now. Like you've got me playing like 1986 fucking original Metroid here with no map. You know what <laughs> does dark souls have a map? Honestly, I have no idea. I have, <laughs> I've never spent enough time with you know dark what? souls. I think they know. don't because it wasn't, that wasn't, I, I think I mentioned it. Cause I said, people were saying, Oh, they can't do a map because of how many layers uh, there are in there like they some people are saying that was the excuse was that because how some maps you have so many layers i was like well right. you just make it a floor right exactly yeah no i mean I don't, it does not so yeah yeah and so maybe that's what they were trying to go for and say hey people like dark souls mm. and dark souls will have a map which i'm thinking dude, dude well did this put a Put a bowl, say, no map, no bowl, or something like that, man. <laughs> Jesus, well, that's the thing. Is, uh, I <laughs> add the option in there, because people that don't want to use the map don't have to use the map. But you I don't. would very much like to use exactly. a map. Exactly. <laughs> that's, that's what gets me about all those, especially like the Dark Souls stuff. And, and years ago, when they started to get big, is like, oh, you can't add difficulty levels because, you know, that'll ruin the experience. It's like, How? How is that going to ruin your experience? You don't have to turn it on easy. You can leave it on whatever the default setting is. That doesn't change anything for you. Same with like Psychonauts adding invincibility and stuff like that or control. Like I don't need to go in the menu and turn that on. I can if I want to or if I need to, you know, if I, I have some sort of disability that, you know, makes it hard for me to do something. So it's like, I want to experience this game, but I know I won't be able to do it with my dexterity or something like that. Like give these people the options and give me the option to have a goddamn map. <laughs> Doesn't feel like it would be that much work. You know, everything else about this game, I really enjoy, but it, it's that little thing that is missing that changes this from like top tier contender of you know one of my favorite games of the year to like ah oh, this was okay i enjoyed it while i played it but i'm never going to revisit that game again kind of thing so yeah i mean otherwise like i hate to nitpick on it i mean it's kind of a big thing to call it a nitpick pick but like everything else about that game i'm enjoying i like the simplistic graphics i like the combat i think it's it's smart and you know the the story that they're telling in it is interesting you know it's basically like you're this crow soul collector guy and then you're going around and you're going like oh why are there all these other souls of crows that i'm picking up and you know the story what around the that final kind boss of is gonna be like a giant scarecrow or something 
<laughs> I don't know. I feel like I'd have to look at the cover art because I think the other bosses are on there so far. But the the boss fights that I've had so far have been very clever, and and I've liked them a lot more than some of these like door encounters where it's just a really powerful enemy because they do really interesting things. Like the second boss was this frog guy. And he's basically like destroying the floor pieces under you. But then he has this thing on his back that you shoot with the arrow and it yeah, makes I those things reappear. I don't remember. I thought I fought two bosses. Maybe Was there a sub boss in between that boss? There's, uh, there's kind of like these bigger enemies that you fight that maybe, maybe you're thinking is like a, a boss kind of thing. Yeah. So. Yeah, overall, I think it's a very good game that kind of falls short because of the lack of a map. So, yeah, that's what I played this week. What have you been playing, Dominic? All right, so I've been playing some more Cyberpunk. Um, I actually tried the, not the Stadia version, but this is a regular PC version. Mm. I loaded that back up, and I got I actually got it running to run somewhat stable my PC. Um, okay, cool. because I just got too desperate for like cheats. I was like, man, I'm tired of <laughs> okay. taking forever to level up and, and I'm tired of getting to like just the, um, well, see, I, th- I see, I think I was calling these things with side missions, but they're not really side missions. Um, the side missions are somewhat in depth, like the bigger side missions, but then you got the smaller little side missions, which you just see on the map, like, Hey, stop this, um, crime from happening or, or somebody might give you this little gig to do like to steal something and it's just pretty simple to do mm-hmm. um well it's a simple the gig is simple but i mean it's it could be hard because the enemies are higher leveled up or something and that's why i get pissed off about I'll go there and then they're higher leveled and but i guess what it says um threat level high and something that means they're higher leveled but i was like okay let me just try and it's just the thing is it's only hard because they'll just take a longer time to kill. And I can't sneak up on them. Like, even when I do sneak, if I'll sneak up on them, but I can't, I grab them, but then they can push me off because they're too higher level. They, since they're higher level, I can't um, either break their necks or just put them in a sleeper hole. And mm. uh, it, it sucks. So I was like, oh, come on, man. I said, don't, don't do that. Like, I got, I'm right here, so I'd rather just do this mission now. And I'm just trying to really just hurry up and level up just to get some new moves so now I'm, I'm busy like okay i can't do this one because they're too strong it'll just take me forever just to beat it i have to keep finding different gigs to do so i can level up it was just taking too much time so i said fuck it i'm just going to try to load this game up and said because i was looking somewhere somebody said hey i'm running this game on, on their 970 and i was like man why can i i can't run on my 970 so i was like <laughs> right. maybe i gotta try something and i just tried some settings and eventually it got working i learned that hey if i just turn everything off in the background and have nothing going it it runs okay and so that that's what i did yeah. and so i've been playing that way and i turned to like quick level up and i started adding things like hey i like to have those freaking blades in my arms like that's that's fun to have mm. and i also like um some of the tech stuff I could do, like I can force people to do suicide. I can like <laughs> put it in them. They'll take Ooh. out their gun and shoot themselves and shoot themselves. Wow. Like, oh, this is awesome. So I was <laughs> just doing that all the time. <laughs> I'm like, this ain't suicide, suicide. 
And since I got it so that I'm always stealth, no matter what, like they can't see me. I was like, so when they, because after you use so many cyber attacks, you reveal your position to them. Oh, okay. And, but so now they still can't see me. So it doesn't matter. So I can still keep using all these um, cool tech against them. <laughs> and I was like, oh, good. Like I could try all the stuff I couldn't do in the a normal game. Also, I got it. So I got some more enhancements to my body where now I could double jump. Mm-hmm. And you also could do one where you can run faster and things of that nature. Um, and also, you see a change in your body. So I was looking at myself like when I was changing um, my equipment. I saw since I got these enhancements, my body was more modded. You could see the lines and stuff. I said, oh, so, oh, so my body just changed. Because on my other game, I don't have that many mods. So it, I still look pretty normal. I just have a little basic mods. But gotcha. now I'm kind of all decked out <laughs> and everything. So, yeah, I've gotten a lot farther the story. Uh, I was reading how some people believe that some things were taken out or they just couldn't finish. So they didn't make it. It didn't make it to the final game. Like, because you can start out the game as three different people. Like, there's three different pathways. I know one is a nomad. A nomad are the people who are, they travel all the time with this with this group. And they don't never live in one place. They stay usually outside of cities of that nature. Mm-hmm. Um, like they do trades and stuff like that with people. But, yeah, they, they stay secluded to live their own ways, you know. Uh, and that's where I that's where I was. I had left my group, though, for reasons I I still don't really know. I um I don't know if I ever find out. Maybe there's a story point in the game where you find out why you left your group, but I never find I haven't found out yet. Yeah. And then I moved went to um Night City. There's another one where you're a corporal. Um. Now I don't know what these other ones are. I'm just going by what I hear from what I deduce in the game. Like corporal seem like they work for corporate people and things of that nature. Um, so I don't know what the story is of how you got to be where you is now from corporal. Because the only thing I ever done was nomad. Even both games I played. So I kind of wanted to do different pathways. And the third pathway, I don't remember what it was. I think a street, a street guy. So you were probably already a nice city then. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm guessing corporal in the in the street rat or whatever it's called. You were probably just living there already. Um, or or in another city. I have no idea if you travel from another city and came to this one. But anyway, f- from what I read is that these three pathways don't really change much, except for like some of the dialogue choices you get to say, and there's no really big uh, mission based on your pathway, except for the beginning mission, how you start the game out. They, they think that that was taken out uh, because of certain things in the game. Like, there's a a point where you could be this woman named Meredith and like if you could do a job with her um all depends on your choices and like then you have this like sex scene with her oh you could you could you could have her if you choose to um but it just goes away like you don't see her no more and the people think that was supposed to be a big thing if you were a corporal or something like that was going to be a big path like you do more missions with her like I thought I was going to do like a whole bunch of missions with her or something because I chose that pathway in the Stadia game the other game, I got her killed, I think, because <laughs> I didn't do what she wanted um, on this one mission that you do with her. And next day I come, 
the guy said, "Oh, you won't be seeing her no more." Someone said <laughs> something like that. Cause nope. I think he would have died. I think if um if I would have done what she wanted, but yeah, and there were some other instances, some other examples. They talked about how it seemed like it would have been a bigger deal with these people if you were set that path, like mm-hmm. the path with the person who's sort of my love interest now. She's a nomad of another clan. So me being a nomad, I say a lot of things that kind of relates to her. So people are thinking like, hey, they probably was going to make it so that you can only be with these certain people if you were on a certain path. But then they just probably chucked it out when they couldn't do it. They said, hey, we're just going to kind of combine everything mm-hmm. together and cut some things out that we don't want to do. I mean, that we want to do, but we don't have time to do. Which is sad because I, I see the potential. Like this game has a lot of potential. Uh, it's just, it just I don't get that feeling like I get from The Witcher, like of just exploring, like exploring the city. It looks nice and everything, but it, it gets to a point where I just don't care. Mm-hmm. I like I just want to do a mission. Uh, but the missions, like some of the side missions, they are in depth. They like this. There seem like some good stories, but. Nothing that grabbed me like the Witcher side missions um, yet, but there's some there's some decent ones. But I feel like it was a lot of potential with this game. Like this game could have been so much bigger. Maybe eventually when they do the DLC, we'll see something mm-hmm. big from them. Um, maybe they get their stuff together. But this game is okay. Like it's it's not horrible. Um, like the bug the bug stuff. There's there's still bugs because even the Stadia version. Like I'm seeing things happen. Um, like that's really fucks up the game. So there's still some problems there, but like it's not a horrible game, but it's the game itself is not great. It's not what I expected. Like this is not what I I thought it was gonna be so much better than this. Right, um, coming off The Witcher then, Three, they kind of yeah, set high exactly. expectations. Yeah, like in like going through missions, it's seems like i mean it seems like you just got two choices basically like either be stealth or don't be stealth like <laughs> that's it and it just i mean there are different ways i mean it's still some open-ended ways especially but mostly with stealth is open-ended after you just go all out shooting that's it and the stealth is not as great as i want it to be because sometimes the ai is just they catch me and it's like this shit ain't caught me and so what the fuck <laughs> um and yeah, it's the AI is still not great. The AI is still not as good as I thought or realistic as I it probably should be. Mm-hmm. The driving is, I guess, is okay. I mean, I, I don't hate it. Um, it's all right. You do feel difference in some vehicles. Just that I don't know why I need these vehicles. Because every now and then you see some pop and say, hey, I'm selling this car. I'm selling this car. I'm thinking like, why do I need these cars? Like, I don't even know why. Like, there's no reason. Now, there's yeah. a racing mission, uh, but I, I it was that easy. And, like, um, I think only one race I messed up on because I overturned, but I got second place, and that was good enough for that mission. Mm-hmm. But I don't, yeah, I don't know what's the big deal having cards. Like, you get different bikes, the motorcycles, too. But it's, yeah, there's, 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 there's nothing, there's no advantage of having, like, a better car, really, to me. Mm-hmm. There's no advantage yeah. to it. So yeah, I I have no idea why they like like what 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 they're going for here, but, but whatever. 
Um, what else we got? Nothing else, but I mean, I'm, I'm still enjoying my time with it, though. I'm enjoying my time with it. Uh, I wish it was, like I said, I wish it was better than what I thought. But yeah, it's, it's still an all right game. I'm playing some more Trails. Um, I'm thinking part, maybe closer to the end than the beginning. I think I passed the halfway point, at least. Mm-hmm. A lot of uh, mystery here. It's like I got question, questions answered, but then a whole lot more questions <laughs> coming through. Like, uh, what's behind this plot? And, like, it's a lot of layers to this game. And I like it. I like that. I like that. I like the, the mystery to it, um, this game. And I finally saw the last person of my class who was in my class from the previous games. He showed up. Um, like, everybody's always showed up in, like, uh, epic fashion. Like, you fight somebody, then you get, like, oh, no, um, I'm getting hurt or something. Then some classmate comes and saves you. <laughs> and see, like that's, 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 that always happens, or that really well they save you in a way like not that they're just stronger, but that they come through and causes disruption so you can get away or something. Mm-hmm. So I finally saw the last guy who was in my class. Um, so I was like, okay, so now I, I basically saw almost everybody from the previous games now. So, but there's still a lot of mystery and intrigue with this like what's i don't know um i know who's behind it but i don't know what the plan is that's the thing i know i know basically almost all the players on the field now but i don't know what are what are their plans like what are they where's their goals and that's the and that's the issue like um well not it's not an issue but that's that's being the issue that's part of the story i mean that you're you're trying to figure out what are these people are doing like what? Why are they doing? Why are they um doing this, um, around the country? Well, around all the continent, basically. Mm-hmm. And like, what are their goals for everyone else? And are they bad? And like, I don't even know if they're bad or not. I mean, they're bad in the sense that some people do die, but I don't know if their overall goal is to to bring the country together just in their own image, or like what? Like, I don't. I don't see like a nefarious thing, like, oh, I want to rule the world kind of thing, you know? Mm. Okay. You don't you don't see it like that. And they which is good, they complicate things to a point. Cause it's not a easy, like I say, it's not easy just a bad guy. Cause everybody, because even your own government is doing things that you don't really care for. So I don't really have a side. My side is just protecting the people around me, basically. Right. Just protecting the, the folks, basically. And just Try and still like trying to figure out what's going on. Um, what else I played? I played some Grand Theft Auto Five because my friends they wanted to play it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I played some other dudes too. We end up we was trying to do that the new missions with Franklin, yeah. but we couldn't get that started for uh-huh. I don't know what the reason was honestly. Um, but we end up just racing basically, mm-hmm. which I I don't understand. Why they just want to race and get through Auto Five when we have all of us have Forza Horizon, and uh, why can't we just go race there where it's better? But whatever. Yeah. Um. So I end up racing there. Uh, I mean, it's fun because there's some crazy fucking tracks they got in that game, like this tracks where I'm just looping and just jumping over the you're just in the sky in a fucking city. On these tracks which define gravity, because I don't know what the hell to hold these tracks up in the sky. <laughs> But you're just go it's almost like some track mania shit. And you're just like flying and like um 
doing these big jumps. It was fun. I mean, it's fun playing it. It was going through that stuff. Uh, but I really wanted to try out on a mission. Uh, I played some more MK11. I finished the the original story because you unlock things when you do the story mission. Because mm-hmm. I can't play as what's her name? What's her name? Um, uh, the one who's the ice woman, Frost. Her name is Frost. She so she's his name is Killer Frost. The ice woman who's a robot ninja. Um, yeah. So she has yeah, the same name Frost. as Killer Frost. Oh my god. Yep. So I uh, mean, and and they're part of the same company. Uh, <laughs> it's, so anyway, yeah, Frost. You can't. You only unlock her through the story. So you don't have to you don't have to play the whole story. You just get to the point where I think where she's there. But I just went through the whole story. I beat it with both the endings, and um, now I'm thinking I'm gonna go back and do the um, which we call it the new story, the aftermath, because this is the Xbox version. So that's why I had to do this over again. But hey, you can just skip because that's what I did. I just kept skipping to the fights, <laughs> which is pretty fast because like on the other consoles. You have to when you do want to skip real fast. You gotta wait still because it's still loading. While yeah. here, it kind of it's almost instant, basically. That's cool. And yeah, you get to that shit really fast. Uh, what else I played? I played some more. I played some more gunk because I recorded. I wanted to get some recorded video of it. Mm-hmm. And I'm at the point where you're finally seeing like a civilization. Well, a civilization that used to be there, like no, really, no intelligent life. I did. What what did I see? I'm trying to think. I did see something. Well, I saw enemies, but I think I talked about them before. Um, yeah, it's just some puzzles you do. Like I said, it's a very mellow game. Um, like with the puzzles, even the enemies. Uh, you don't really. Well, I guess technically you die, but I just loaded right back up where I was previously previously at. So it's not like it's a challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's just a mellow game. Uh, it's like it's really nothing. It's not bad, but it's not great either. At least I'm not get. I never ha- haven't got to a part where I, I found it to be great or anything. But I just wanted to post. I was like, I want to play something and freaking record a video. So I just play some of that. Mm-hmm. I also recorded some of Forza. I actually did the first like story mission, like because uh, I was like, I did this mission. It's like, oh, then the title came up. I say, oh shit. I said, of all this time, uh, like I didn't do a story mission. I was just doing regular <laughs> races where I was closest to. Okay. But I was like, oh, that, like, this is the, the game started. It has like, <laughs> I, I thought it already started. I said, okay. So, yeah, I did. Also, did a event where like all everybody could be part of. Unfortunately, I was the only one doing it though. So, I, it was a event to, what was it? To Drift? Was it drifting or speed test? I think it was speed test. And like you have to be in the zone and speed. And when you get to the certain point, everybody gets a prize. But since I was the only one, it took forever. Luckily, I did get to do two of them, complete two of them, before it got to a point where it was just too it was too many points for me to get by myself. But I was like, oh man, it's like nobody doing this. Like I was hoping that maybe they could put you in a server where other people are doing this. But maybe, hey, maybe I was the only one doing it in the whole fucking world. I don't fucking know. Um, but <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ. Because I'm like, 
does it have to be where the server I'm on? Can't you just transfer me and say, like, hey, if nobody's joining, can you just, like, put me in somebody else's server so I could be part of them? Because I was so boring. You know, it's like, oh, man, nobody's doing this event with me. But, I mean, it, it's fun. I mean, but it's it's not fun doing it by yourself. But I did some races. I did a couple few races. I, um, what I do? I did, like, a dirt race. I think I lost. You'll see it. Like, I was in last fucking place. <laughs> And then I realized, like, oh, you know what? I didn't make this easier for myself. This is not, this is too hard. And then I forgot to rewind. I forgot <laughs> oh, the rewind no. button. I said, oh, sh-. yeah, that's what it was. I was like, oh, shit, I can't be rewinding this whole fucking time. I totally forgot. Uh, so I fixed that. And then I got first place in the next race. Which then, But that was too, that was too easy, though. I was like, oh, it's too easy. <laughs> there is like a delicate balance between like, oh, I've made this way too easy for myself and Forza. Yeah. So. I, I got to fix that so it, I can at least have some type of challenge because that can get boring really fast. But yeah, the game, it looked it looked great. I mean, it looks great. It uh, runs great. I I do... Well, I haven't played it on the original Xbox, but I'll play this. I see a difference between that and Forza 4 on my original Xbox through the streaming. So, it yeah, it does look better. Oh, yeah, and also I changed it because I put it from... It was on quality before. I put on performance, mm-hmm. and it does run a whole lot better. And I can't tell quality. I can't tell the graphically what changed, but yeah. performance wise, it, it I could I thought the performance was definitely better. And I was like, oh yeah, I like it. I like this mode better. So I'm going to keep it up there. All right. Uh, anything else I played? There was anything else I played? I don't think so. So, um. Yeah, so I guess that is it. So I guess we'll take a quick break. When we get back, we get to the flashback segment. All right. Let's go back in time, shall we? Doodle doodle doodle. And we're back. And now we're doing the flashback for the new year, 2022, people. Uh, but actually, I have one for 2021 because I didn't do because we've been off for about a week, a couple weeks or one week. I don't know how long we've been off, but off a week. Uh, but um, <laughs> so. There was one big game, a huge game that came out in 20 years ago in 2021, which was Final Fantasy X came out the week of Christmas. I remember because my I think my friend told me he was like trying to get that game. (laughs) My friend told me because he's like, oh, I got it. I got the game because like my friend at the time, he was already out of high school. Yeah, because I was in 10th grade. He was in college. So he was he had bought the game and then. I just told my mom, hey, go get it. She just, she worked at Toys R Us. So I was like, oh, you got to get this for me for Christmas. That's the other game I want. Because she said I can get, what, four games? She got me four games um, nice. for Christmas. So, yeah, she got me Devil May Cry, Metal Gear Solid 2, um, Jack and Daxter, and Final Fantasy X. And then I used my grandma's money to get me Grand Theft Auto 3. Mm. And... Because my dad said I couldn't get it because it was <laughs> too violent and it had sex in there. And I was well, like, how am I supposed to learn how to do sex? <laughs> but yeah, but nah, that, that, yeah, that game, Final Fantasy X was awesome because, I mean, it was the first Final Fantasy to, talk, to have voice acting. And that was just amazing within itself. I like, that was just like, oh God, like you just cried. He said, like, yes, yes, no more reading. Even though you did have to read a little bit. But, it was also my favorite one for a time until now I when I go 
back and think. I'm like, ah, Final Fantasy Nine. I like Final Fantasy Nine better than Final Fantasy Ten. Mm-hmm. But at the time, Final Fantasy Ten was the best. But man, I think the voice acting really just jumped it up. But it was a good story too. It was a more streamlined story. I think I will say that of all the ones at that time. Now I think the there's been some actually no. This that probably is still the most streamlined story um of the games where I can really it's not a whole lot of confusion. I didn't get confused a lot. I I can understand what's going on. Like something nothing came out there like, okay, I question this. I don't I don't get it. <laughs> um I will say that. And I, I did like it. And it had a oh man, a sad, a very sad ending. Like that ending was so sad. Um, spoiler alert. I mean, the main character dies. Now I know I think in some things he came back in like those those games, maybe in 10 2 at the end, if you do something, I forget what it mm-hmm. is. But I don't I don't count that. That that shit's bullshit. <laughs> uh, it, this is the story. He dies. And that's what he needs to be. He's a be well, technically. Now, okay, that's the confusing stuff. I guess technically he is already dead. I was gonna say, isn't he's he like, like dead the whole time or something? Yeah, like he's he's a and memory of something. Um, but I it's yeah, that's probably the most confusing thing is that shit. But other than that, yeah, just just keep it simple and say, hey, okay, this guy's a ghost and he just he's just doing shit. All right, but um, but I really enjoyed it. I was like, man, this is this is this game was great. All right. So now we're gonna get to go back. Now we're going back 10 years. 2022, really no games came out this first week because it was only it's only January 2nd. So yeah. I'm just gonna do the covers, the uh, video game covers for this year. So start so we're going back to 2012 and we got Nintendo Power and in front of Nintendo Power, we got Kid Icarus is on the front. And I guess this is what's like the big deal. He has not been in gaming since what the Nintendo? Yeah. Uh well not counting Smash Brothers. Yeah, not well. No, well, yeah, yeah, yes. Well, he, he was, yeah, he was in the um, yeah, he was in the Wii Smash Brothers, but he finally got his own game on the 3DS. That the the 3D when I played the game, it looked good, like the 3D mm-hmm. and stuff like that. The gameplay wasn't really all there for me though. It it it, it was yeah adequate. I forgot who who did I borrow a game from? Did I borrow from you? Did you have this game? I'm trying to think because I don't necessarily remember playing that game, but I also feel like maybe I picked it up at some point. Oh, I bought it for somebody. I bought yeah. it when I finally got a 3DS. Somebody let me hold this game. Would you have had and like I, games in flicks or something around that time? Maybe, maybe no, because when you got the 3DS, I don't. Did I have a service? No, I don't well, it would have been games and flicks. It would have been GameFly. I think nothing, yeah. they, I think GameFly was the only thing that existed oh, okay. we, we, since we did this podcast. Um, I don't think I had GameFly. I don't remember. But I, mean, I felt like somebody let me hold it though. I felt like it was somebody. Maybe somebody at Walmart. I think I asked a guy to hold it. I forget. I felt like somebody let me hold the game, but yeah, the gameplay wasn't all there for me. Um, but. I liked how the 3D looked. It looked good mm. on the 3DS, like um, how they did things. But yeah, I mean, it was cool, but that's it. I mean, they haven't done another Kid Icarus game, right? Or anything? No. Yeah, no, I they guess. They haven't that done was, anything with them since. Yeah, they said, they said, fuck it. 
to say, nah, these people I mean, they really also care about- screwed him over with that game because that's the one where it was like, you need two joysticks, and they had the little joystick add-on thing. Oh, shit. That was the, that like, game, wasn't one. it? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, they or really you could did. play with like the on-screen thing or something that was terrible. I, I just, it was bad. Okay, I cannot find my my egg McMuffin. I I lost it. Um, oh no! <laughs> what the fuck happened? <laughs> Where did it go? Oh, there you are. It's behind my water bottle. I don't know how I missed it. Oh, uh, this. It moved back uh, there. It didn't want to get eaten. <laughs> All right. So where am I at now, Daniel? Where am I going? Okay, I'm trying to find my tabs here. All right, there we go. Um, <laughs> EGM. So we got Electronic Gaming Monthly 10 years ago. They got Darksiders 2 on the front. I was really waiting for this game. And at the ring reviews, there were good reviews, but it just wasn't the exp- It wasn't uh, as good as I thought it was going to be. I mean, like, I, I was really, for some reason, I really thought, like, oh, man, this is going to be, like, epic. Like, so much better than the first game. Mm-hmm. And it just didn't turn out. I mean, it, it turned out to be okay, but it just—I don't know. I—I I I think I played some, and I was like, "Man, I was expecting something more." I, I think I was expecting. I think my expectations were way too high, probably yeah. for this game, and that so that I didn't come in with just just basic expectations. Like, hey, I just I wouldn't mind just more of the same. And I think it was. I mean, it had some some differences to it. Yeah, they added so more long. like RPG elements and stuff. Yeah, but looting. I I never I never did finish it. I think I played. I didn't play a good chunk of it. I think I did. I get to the first boss. If I did, I don't remember what the first boss was. So yeah, I didn't even play that much of it for some reason. Or maybe the timing. I don't know. If it was the timing maybe for me wasn't good, but. Yeah, I just did not s- stick with this game, even though at the time, at the, when I finished Darksiders 1 and how it ended with the other three horsemen just like in the distance coming, like I was just thinking like, oh God, this is going to be epic or something like that. And, and when I read reviews of the game, it, it didn't come, it came off like just, it was good. And I was yeah. thinking like, oh man, I want something great. But I probably still would have liked it. But I just say, hey, uh, for whatever reason, I, I just didn't get into it. Have you played this? No, I, I think I still got stuck on the idea of having to beat the first one, and I still never got around to that. I think the furthest I got was to where you're like trying to kill all those angels, and they just kept destroying me. So I, oh my god, they fumbled the ball. Is it an end zone? The Falcons got a touchdown. I'm watching a Bills Valkyrie game. It looked like it was snowing there. Well, I don't mm. know if it still is. It's not a lot of snow on the ground, but mm. it looked like I'm it's cold as hell. In Buffalo, then? Oh, definitely. No, they're in Atlanta. They're in Atlanta, Daniel. They're snowing inside <laughs> the dome. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's Christmas time, oh. Dominic. Maybe they drop <laughs> yeah. fake snow. But no, yeah, Buffalo, yeah. Look, look at that. I mean, how cold it is there and how we're feeling here. Yep. <laughs> how we're feeling here in the 60s. It's fucking ridiculous. Uh, it really is. All right. So what we got here? We got official. I'm sorry. Official Xbox magazine. OXM. We got Ninja Gotten 3 on the front here. And oh, my God, he has no mask. So that's what he looks like. <laughs> <laughs> 
And he's yes, very he was a bloody. beautiful man, Dominic. Yeah, he's very a uh, lot of blood, or oh, look like a miss around his arm. There, it says, "Get ready for the most brutal game on Xbox." Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, most game brutal. of the year awards too. The best, worst, and weirdest of 2011. Plus 30 hot games reviewed. I never played any of the Ninja Gardens after one. The mm-hmm. new ones, anyway. The, like, the newer mm-hmm. ones. Um, I, and one, I, I think I got to the second stage. Well, I call it the second stage, but it was after the first stage. It took forever just to beat that first boss. And then <laughs> I got there and I died from just regular enemies. And I was like, this game too hard. Yeah. It's like yep. this game, and Xbox didn't have their game. They didn't have like a Game Shark or a action replay. Like it was like a save thing kind of thing with them. They didn't have yeah. where you could actually go in and do cheats, and that pissed me off. I was like, God damn it! <laughs> so now I can't even beat the game. I said, God, I said I have to get good. That's that's before people say get good. That's before the time people say get good. Um. I just said fuck the it. ninja dog mode too, probably. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. See, yeah, I would love that ninja dog mode. All right. What else we have here? We got Edge magazine for January. Look at this, Dad. Apple is on the front. Core mm. gaming. Apple redefined interface. Audience and distribution. What's next, man? They Apple is getting to gaming hard. And they're dominating. <laughs> <Yep. laughs> Turns out they were right. They were just talking about iPhones. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's that's yeah, that's basically what it is. It's like it's nothing it's nothing else. I mean it's just the iPhones and yeah, they're they're iPhones is they sell games on iPhones, which they were yeah, already a doing. Blurb on here. Since launch in two thousand seven, iOS has laid down the new agenda for portable gaming leaving legacy players such as Nintendo on the ropes. Uh-huh. On page 76, we look at how Apple did it and identify the 50 best games to play today on iPhone and iPad. Yeah, Nintendo's really struggling in that handheld department, aren't they? Dude? I know, exactly. <laughs> they, they, they're uh, all right. And they got games on Apple. Yeah. <laughs> That's wild. I mean, I guess in, in a way that is a win for Apple, right? Yeah. Hype. Alan Wake's American Nightmare. Spec Ops The Line. Oh, yeah. Spec Ops The Line. Um, Final Fantasy 13 2. Soul Calibur 5. And I Am Alive. I Am Alive. Isn't that the, um, the digital game? Digital um, game. It's, it's, I, mean, I mean, it's. I don't know. It, it wasn't a physical game, was it? Wasn't it? It's like a. Is that a hard yeah, game? Yeah, that was the, yeah. the the Xbox like live the, the water exclusive game? thing. Was that the water one? I don't think it was the no, water was a, one. Oh. I think it was like the postal. It was kind of similar. Like had the same. I want to say that probably came out around the same time. But yeah, it, it did. I mean, because that game did come out in 2011. Okay. Um, the one, the water one that was called yeah. Hyper Hype. I was going to say, is that Hydrophobia? Hydrophobia, yeah. That was Hydrophobia. Okay. Yeah. But I, yeah, I am allowed. Yeah. Yeah, it was an Xbox Live Arcade game. Okay. PS Vita Power, Uncharted Leads, a killer launch lineup. When did the Vita no, come out? In like March? I'm trying to remember. Because uh, I was still working part time at Target. 
And that's why I picked it up eventually. Cause I kept seeing it. And then I was like, I want that thing. Let's see. North America, February. It looks like. Okay. Yeah. February 15th of 2012. And it was early in the year. Yeah. So we're coming up on it, Dominic, the anniversary. The, the anniversary of the ever. Vita, man. Ten years. What's PlayStation going to do? Nothing? Absolutely nothing. Yeah. They're going to put uh, Vita games on the Switch. <laughs> and here's the last cover for 2012, January 2012. We got Game Informer South Park yeah, cover. Man. And this was a nice cover. I had this magazine. I think this is one of my last Game Informer magazines. Or mm-hmm. the last one. I'm not sure. Because I definitely remember this one more vividly because it's one of the latest ones I had from the company. But yeah, that's cool how you see the reflection of the of the characters in the water. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, this game this was is for Stick of Truth, right? Yeah. This yeah. game was great. This game was... It um, really was. Yeah, it was, it was good, man. Like I, One day I want to play it again. All right. So that is it for 2012. So now we're going back 20 years to 2002. We got PC Gamer on the front. Return to Castle Wolfenstein, the world exclusive review <laughs> of this great game. Then just to know that it doesn't realize that it's even it gets even better later on. <laughs> but yeah. I heard good things about this one though. This game, I mean, got okay reviews. Mm. Just look how shitty that model looks on there. <laughs> Oh, that's that is a horrible model. I mean, that's they literally put the game model in here. I was gonna like, say, like, they didn't even try and touch that thing up at all. They just said, "Here you go. Here's the screenshot." This is like this is all just propaganda to join the military anyway for this magazine. <laughs> Get the American flag and everything right there. Yep. Um, what we got here? Great reviews. The Sims hot date. This is the first time the Sims you can date in the Sims Sims game. This Absolutely. Is the, Wait a minute. So Sims 2 wasn't even out? Yeah, this is 2002. Shit. Still The Sims. <laughs> um, yeah, The Sims 2 was probably like talked about, man. People just couldn't wait. Dark Age of Camelot. Microsoft Flight Sim 2002. Zeus Tycoon. And F1 2001. And look at this. City of Heroes. Oh, you remember that game, Daniel? Yes, I do. Yeah, man. I think I played I it when play. it was like free to play. Yeah. It always seemed this cool. Is, it did. I mean, it, just it didn't did. seem like it my cool. type of thing necessarily. The world's best, and I don't see what it says, Daniel. It is his games magazine. It doesn't even say PC. It's, maybe it's behind his head, but since I don't see it, it's not there. So <laughs> yep, they're just, just the world's best game magazine. Game magazine. Exactly. Whoa, they're getting full of themselves, Daniel. Yeah, they are. They say, yeah, fuck the PC. Yeah, we're just the best one. Um, Seventh annual ultimate strategy guide and tips guide. Okay, who cares? All right, network your home. A step-by-step guide to what you need and how to do it. Yes, I need to learn how to network my home, Dad. Plays these plays online games. <laughs> All right, so what we got here? Okay, I'm gonna want one here. Nintendo Power. We got your favorite game up here, Pikmin. <laughs> yes. Grab it. <laughs> They were trying to convince me, Dominic. I had that cover. They were like, yo, you should buy Pikmin. And I was like, I want Pikmin. And then I was like, I never want Pikmin. 
I, I can't really explain it. It was like the cover. I mean, it's it's a nice cover. I mean, it's like it's very. What's the word I'm looking for? Simplistic. Yeah, simplistic. Simplistic, but still cool at the same time. Yeah. This is definitely like, around the era when they started doing these more like simplistic. Yeah, because that's all the 2011 and 12 was. Yeah, yeah. All, yeah, all the 10 year ones are very like, yeah, just simple. So this is so mm. this is when they started. Yeah. Probably. Okay. Darn, man. Then they're not, this cover's going to suck. Um, <laughs> I like the ones like Game Pro when there's a whole bunch of shit. It's, 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 <laughs> it's just, yeah, trash everywhere. <laughs> All right, so what else we got here? We got the PlayStation Magazine. I believe this is the unofficial. Yes, with Final Fantasy X on front. And we got Yuna doing her Yuna dance or whatever, trying to summon. <laughs> and also, we got look at the Maximo. Look yeah. at him out there. He's not in his underwear, though. That's a quality screenshot, too, right yeah, there. Yeah, I know. Good God, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's how the game looks. Wait, it probably, maybe it's quality back then. I'll probably say, oh, my God, it looks amazing. Oh, yeah. oh but also, what happened to like bull shots, Dominic? What happened to just touching up those screenshots, making them look incredible? Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know. That's what the they official just, PlayStation magazine would do. But these guys, yeah, they're independent journalists. They don't get paid. Yeah, they don't get paid that much to do that <laughs> shit. And it's a new, never before seen levels. Oh, Max Payne action has a new master. Uh, and also full review. Oh, this is all about Final Fantasy X. Jack and Dexter, why the game rocks, and top tips you're not supposed to know. Oh, what tips you're not supposed to know? You won't find out unless you buy this. <laughs> PlayStation 2 preview, which games will rule, when will blah 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 online, and <laughs> top game designers reveal something. I'm guessing they're saying when will they go online, I guess, PlayStation. Yeah. The first game, I believe it was EverQuest or Final Fantasy 11. It was one of those two. Final Fantasy 11 is the one that came packed in with the hard drive and Ethernet thing, right? I thought it was EverQuest. But maybe you're right. I thought it was EverQuest, though. Let's see. Well, EverQuest was Ooh. Sony, too, wasn't it? Yes. Sony Online? Wasn't that Sony yeah. Online? Tony Hawk 3. Oh, that's right. Technically, play. yeah. I think, yeah, I think Tony Hawk 3 was one of the first ones that should be online. But I think the it really, like you say, with the pack-in thing yeah. was... I think, yeah, I was going to say, I think that was even before that stuff. So you had to buy one of those to... I guess there was the slimline model that had Ethernet built in, right? And oh, that's what it was. Okay. Mean. You got the yes. The hard drive was with um Final Fantasy, right? That's what it was. It's seemingly I'm still not finding confirmation, but it does yeah, say here on the could, Wikipedia that it's the only game that required or was dependent on the hard drive. Yeah, that's what it was. Because my friend didn't get that. He had he had um EverQuest, and I don't okay, think yeah, I don't it came know with the, the forty forty gig hard drive, Dominic. It was forty gigs. That was a lot, man. Uh, we have flash drives that are carry around <laughs> on our keys that are like terabytes now. It's ridiculous. I mean, shit. The, the memory card was eight megabit, Daniel. I know. 
Shit, 40 gigs, man. You you fucking I would not even come close to filling that thing up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's wild, Dominic. We were there. We were at the dawn of the the internet, Dominic. We were. I watched them play that boring ass game. I have a quest. <laughs> <laughs> I remember watching that on like G4 or Tech TV or whatever it was called at the time because they had that like show where they just talked about MMOs and they would like hop into the game and do little skits and stuff and it's like wow this game looks like shit I remember my, my sister's boyfriend had he had the um, the uh, modem mm. for the uh, PlayStation 2 and because he was saying, like, oh, you ain't got the motor, man. He said, yeah, you got to get that, man. You can play against people. I said, man, I can't beat the people who are just around the neighborhood. Ain't no way in fucking hell I'm going to be playing against somebody from, a, like, around the country. Just whip yeah. my ass. All right. So where I'm at now, Dan? Where I'm at? I'm at the Game Informer. Game yep. Informer for 20 years ago. Yeah, this crappy game on here. Another Final Fantasy X. You know what? I think I meant to not do the PlayStation one and do this one. I just ah. didn't take it off because this is say this is the better this is the better one. Yeah, I was gonna say this one's much better, even though like the the unofficial PlayStation ones, I always appreciate their like hand drawing things. Yes, but nine times out of ten, they look awful. Just because like, of the big, just, some like big boobs. That's why. <laughs> like, there's not. So, I like, mean, this now one, her, now her now this one is isn't, isn't she secretly got them Dominic. Her arms just covering it. <laughs> All right, but yes, the yeah, I had this magazine because I remember this one, Final Fantasy X: The Legend Lives On, the tenth annual Video Game Awards. Now I want to know the Game Informer put this in there because I was going to be like, how do you get this game in there? You just got the game. It's like <laughs> the game literally just came out, but I don't think they did. I'm not sure, and I don't think I still had this magazine in the house. I think I threw that one away. Yeah. Um. So yeah, yeah, this is this I, I remember looking at this magazine and it's like, yes, I cannot wait to get this game. Cause this is when, you know, January two thousand two was most likely what, beginning of December, you got this magazine. So mm-hmm. I probably was reading the shit out of this fucking magazine. Like for Christmas, <laughs> before Christmas. Um, but yeah, um the one right here, the woman um next to the catman, he uh she's the one who just got her breasts just hanging the fuck out. And then her finishing, like when you do like the um what is when you finish the battle and she does her like victory dance thing, she just leaning mm-hmm. all over and like her boobs just out there. That's like all a right. man, like 10th grade B was loving it. I always yeah, thought was, she was, I was like the it. bad person in this game. Oh no, nah, she's she's a she's just a black mage. Okay. Yeah. She's very subtle. Like she doesn't really show emotion, like She's very stern. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I know it's a it's a it's a dialogue choice when like she talks to you because about like you like a Yuna, um, the girl, you know, next to him right here. Yeah. But but you could choose to say, Hey, I like you. And oh. I said, Yeah, I was like, Oh, what is caught what's off guard? Yeah, but nothing really happens from that. I say, Oh darn. Yeah. That's <laughs> It got my hopes up. All right. So what else we got here? Um, <laughs> we got, oh, that's it. That's it for 2002. So now we're going back. We got, I got two covers for 30 years ago, 1992, man. Yeah. I was still in first grade. Still run under rules. 
All right, so here we go. Um, I started wearing under rules until my twenties. There you go. <laughs> All right, so it's what a we solid got here? Brand, Dominic. <laughs> yeah, it is. We got Game Pro. We got Hook. Hook the game is on the front here, and if you go to the because I got this from the site where you can actually look through the magazine mm-hmm. and everything. So I forgot. So Sandra Bullock played Tinkerbell. I didn't. I forgot she did. That was her. Oh, I forgot that too. Yeah. God, Derek. Because I was because that's just showing people all the actors in there, and I was like, oh my god, that was Sandra Bullock. Oh my god. The only redeeming thing about that movie, though. <laughs> we talk about as a kid. I love that movie. <laughs> I don't. I haven't. I haven't watched it. I never watched this movie as an adult. Like yeah. I haven't watched this movie since. Um, probably maybe ten. I don't know if I even watched it like at twelve or something. So I have no idea if this movie is really just bad. I'm just gonna not watch it and leave it. To I'm like- just a contrarian, Dominic. My wife loves it, and so does a lot of people in her family. Oh, okay. so I'm just like, oh, it's it's terrible. <laughs> All right, lights, camera, video, action, hook, rip into action on your NES. And you know what? Like these days, you're not gonna see no cover have like a movie, <laughs> like a movie game like this on the cover. No. See, this like is the time where people would just, I guess, people would just into like anything that's like out there big. It's something that oh, yeah, it's so, legitimizing yeah. video games, Dominic. We got yeah, a exactly. AAA movie starring Robin Williams on this thing. And who was who played the um, hook? I don't know. I was just trying to think. He's a famous guy too. It was Daniel Day Lewis. Sorry, I was joking. I, I just made that up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was Dustin Hoffman. Oh, okay. Dustin Hoffman. Oh, yep. Dustin Hoffman. He's bad now, right? He's one of the Me Too guys. Is he? I don't know. I thought I, I thought I saw something. I mean, actually, I don't know if anything came out of it, you know? I don't know if it was just an accusation. Okay. I, okay, I don't yeah, want to give him a bad name. but <laughs> I don't remember anything like that, but... There I remember. I've been well, so I remember many it. that wouldn't surprise me. Wait a minute. Maybe he had a bad take. Oh, five Dustin Hoffman accusers telling harrowing stories. Oh, okay. See? Yeah. From Logic. 2017. For 2017. Oh, man. Yeah. Man, this guy can't be like that, man. He was, he was Rain Man. Yep. That's going to be his excuse, Dominic. I was in the <laughs> role. I was just grabbing around. <laughs> yeah. Know. Oh, look God. at this. Neo Geo. Previews of 11 new monster titles. Oh, yeah. Can't wait for the Neo Geo, Daniel. Yeah. It's going to be a game changer. Um, 56 new carts reviewed. Look, they actually call them carts. They just get- <laughs> <laughs> That's what they had back then, though. <laughs> yeah. Look, Bucky O'Hare. Mm-hmm. Monster in my pocket. Oh, this is before Pokemon. Yep. We didn't know what pocket monsters were. <laughs> I have no idea what Monsters in My Pocket is. It sounds familiar, but I, I don't recall it off the top of my head. Flintstones. They should sue Pokemon. Maybe they did. <laughs> Maybe they did get some. Like, they it was just a little, Yeah. <laughs> Flintstones. Oh, those little Limits. creatures that you could get in like a, a turnkey machine, like a gumball machine. Oh, They're okay. They're like a solid color kind of thing. Yeah. Well, see, they... <laughs> They could have did it, Daniel. They could have been the first. They could have turned it to something like Pokemon. Yeah. And they could have been in on it. They lost it. I know that guy's just shooting himself in the face. Lemmings, <laughs> 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 the Flash, the Flash, the Flash, like the 
the superhero like flash <laughs> um golden axe 2 road rash oh road rash Qu- crack shot um i guess you're shooting ducks in this or the ducks or the duck is shooting i don't know which one it is uh sim city buck rogers oh buck rogers there you go treasure master adventure island for game boy and much more Oh, watch the Game Pro TV show. This is a Game Pro TV show? What channel that came on? Came on public access television. Now we got one from Game Informer from 30 years ago. We got Lemmings on the front. Ridiculous. And yeah, I played the hell out of Lemmings on PC. Mm-hmm. Like I was always playing. Like, yeah, I used to bit. love watching little bastards die. Um, <laughs> they, need, they need to re- make a remake of Lemmings. I know. I don't know. But I they like need that. to not a, die. We need to find. It's like a, a perfect phone game. I'm like, why is that not a phone game? I mean, you it's say that, old. but like now there's probably like a brand new Apple I mean, Arcade sure. one that came out or something. Oh that's yeah. Trash. I mean, I'm sure there's an old Lemmings on there, but I'm just saying like a new version or something. The whole bunch of ads is coming up saying the yep. shit. What's new? The 1992 Consumer Electronics Show. And introducing Game Informer's Tech Talk. And new game reviews. Faceball, Shatterhand, and RPM Racing. That was the and, year technology was introduced, Dominic. Yeah. Faceball. I never they look like Pac-Man. That's what oh like look at just shooting Pac-Man. Is that what that Game Boy game is on the cover, or is that yeah. actual yeah. Pac-Man? No, that's oh Facebook. I just thought that was Pac-Man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. And what is this? Icy scenes from Sega's Winter Challenge. Oh, look at that. Ooh, you skiing. I see. Go ahead and make their day with Facebook. Oh, Facebook. Yeah, make, yeah. make their day, damn. I All right. will. All right, so that is it for the flashback segment. So we're going to take a quick break. When we get back, we're going to get to, well, we don't have no gaming news, but we're going to do year in review. We're going to look at the news over the year of 2021. And now we're doing a year in review. We're going to talk about the biggest news stories that happened in 2021 for us. Yes. And we're going to go in order from January to December, starting January. So what we got, Dad? All right, Dominic. In January, it was the return of LucasArts. Only a couple of days into the year, we found out that Ubisoft was working on a Star Wars game. Now we know, of course, that... uh Quantum Dream is also working on a Star Wars game. And we also found out that Bethesda and Machine Games, the creators of the latest Wolfenstein games, was working on a Indiana Jones game. So that was pretty pretty big news to kick off that year yeah. last year. It was very exciting news because, like, yes, it's not just tied to EA who does 
who's not doing shit with this goddamn license. <laughs> <laughs> Despite the day, the fact that they made Jedi Fallen Order, which was seemingly pretty good. Yeah. But that was the first thing in like the what twenty year well, agreement that they had that, yeah, that actually I mean, manifested. Wolf Squadron was people did like. I mean, it was a smaller game, but mm. people did enjoy that too. Um, it's called Wolf Squadron, right? Well, what's it called? Uh, Star Wars Squadrons. Star Wars Squadrons. They okay. dropped the rogue. You were on so, board with the corporate squadrons now, though. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, people enjoyed that. And I mean, Battlefront, I mean, it looked great. But it's just that they didn't, Battlefront 2 had its problems. Yeah. I mean, there's issues. issues. It wasn't so much gameplay. It was like everything around it. And it's like you don't have any other games. Like you had game, like people, studios were making games, but then they got canceled. And it's like, man, you got Star Wars license. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, you should be. Have it, there should be something every year coming out from your <laughs> from EA with Star Wars or something. Somebody should be having something coming out. Yep. But yeah, but now we got Lucasfilms going back to just going to anybody, um, basically, like in the old days, which was great. Because look, yeah, you might get some shitty games, but you're gonna get some gems because mm-hmm. everybody's everybody's has hand into the license. Exactly. I'm just going to get more options. And it's crazy to think that during the time that like the resurgence happened with new star Wars films in the theaters, we did not just get like a dearth of star Wars games. Mm-mm. So yeah, yeah that, you was, didn't get nothing. that was definitely positive change. Nope. Yeah. And like we, the only thing Lego star Wars, that's like the only game that actually had like the characters from the new film. Yeah, that's true. Very <laughs> true. I mean, except for <laughs> no, this is a phone game that I, I'm not mentioning, but whatever. I'm not don't care about yeah. that. <laughs> exactly. All right, Dominic. We also had some bad news. Vicarious Visions got swallowed up by Blizzard. And that was the beginning of the end for them, unfortunately. Yeah. I'll talk yeah, that's more about them later down the line. We also had Microsoft attempting to raise the price of uh Xbox Live Gold by $10 a month. And That's that right. quickly got out of hand for them. And they kind of reversed course on that because people were not happy. Yeah. Yeah. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. I couldn't believe, I couldn't believe that it was right at the beginning of the year, but also it does feel like it was so long ago. So that kind of wasn't surprising at the same time. There was a lot of news that it was like, there was a lot of news last year where it was like, this, uh, this buyout was completed and this buyout was completed, but it was all stuff that we had, you know, had actually found out about the year before, like Codemasters and Bethesda and stuff. Oh like yeah. That. So, so yeah, I, I'm glad that Microsoft realized that was a bad idea. I, I mean, I think like we talked about when that happened, I think they were really just attempting to like make Xbox live look less appealing by raising the price and getting people to just sign on to. They still are doing this by getting these crappy free games. It's like, I'll stop. (laughs) I don't call them crappy, but these, but these free games, that's not really eye popping. Yeah, Compared it's like some, we talked about. I think yeah. the I think the level of quality has definitely decreased 
since the inclusion of Game Pass. And I understand, like, you kind of don't want to double dip and and give people free games that are a part of Game Pass for numerous reasons, I would imagine. And that lowers the pool of things that you can give away free, but there's definitely kind of a a gap now between what we see out of them and what we see quality-wise out of a PlayStation Plus game. Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah. All right, Dominic, moving on to February, we had Google shutting down their internal development for Google Stadia, all their first party that they kind of built up and brought in like Jade Raymond and stuff. They shuttered that, which this was what only months after they had just launched it the previous year, I think, or was it in 2019? I can't remember. I want to say 2019. Either way, it hasn't been relevant ever <laughs> outside of you playing cyberpunk on there. Yeah. So yeah, it I, it's understandable, but it's also, it's disappointing that once again, Google shows that they aren't really committed to anything at all and will chop the head off of it as soon as they get the feeling that they need to. I just wish they could have a subscription model. I would try it. We're like, well, technically they do. It's some free games on that pro model, but like those newer games, I don't want to be able, I don't want to buy no game for $70 or $60. That I'm going to lose access to as soon as I stop yeah, paying but, that subscription. Yeah, that, yeah, exactly. Yep. 100%. Because you could do the same thing with GeForce Now, depending on the game, since they've you know, got kind of a limitation on their services now. But at the same time, that that's in place on Sadia. You're not getting every single new game. So it's much more appealing for me to buy a steam version of a game that I'll have somewhere down the line. If I ever were to upgrade my PC versus something that I'm just going to lose access to completely. So, all right. Also in February, CD project red got hacked uh, after kind of a rough winter for them with, the launch of Cyberpunk, uh, they got hacked to their source code for, I think, The Witcher 3 and Cyberpunk, amongst other things, was was hacked and seemingly sold on the dark web. So I don't think we've really seen much additional fallout from that yet. I Maybe it's just not the circles I'm trafficking in, but it seems like that, that hasn't had disastrous effects on them as of yet yeah i haven't yeah i haven't heard anything but like you said i don't know what's going on on the dark web it's scary over there I kind of <laughs> stay away from her i like to turn my lights on um <laughs> i'd be interested to see like the thing about them is they already released their games without any drm so like piracy probably isn't that hard for people that want to pirate those games but I'd be interested to see, like, if they did have DRM, if, you know, people having their source code would have kind of busted that open and and made that a lot easier. But I guess it's not something really we have to worry about. So Yeah. All right. In March, Dominic Epic acquired Mediatonic. Those are the fall, fall Guys people. So, you know, coming off a big year, the year previous when that game came out, Everybody was loving it. 
absolutely understandable why Epic would be quick to gobble them up the same way they did eventually with the Rocket League developers. Psionics, I think. Yeah. So, yeah. Jumping on that trend, get some Fall Guys. Are there not Fall Guys skins in uh, Fortnite yet? How is that not a thing? <laughs> Fallout skin. <laughs> um, I don't know. Because I feel like they're the same. They're the games that do skins. Yeah, that's true. That's well, yeah. Fallout, you, put, I, you put Fortnite guys in Fall Guys, and you put Fall Guys in Fortnite. I need well, to shoot those well, little jelly bean people, Dominic. God, that looks so weird. It'll, it'll be like giant yeah. Luigi's, I guess. Like, <laughs> like. <laughs> I mean, elongated Mario. I yeah. Mean, <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's I, I exactly. Still want what that. I still want the elongated Mario, man, to be yep. a Fallout. <laughs> Slenderman um, burial or something like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Also, in March, we had Tiger Woods returning to the video game space, partnering with 2K. And uh, Whoa, 2K, of that course. Whoa, that caravan out. Uh-oh. The caravan is out and, and the player. Jesus Christ. On the Redskins game. Oh, wow. For the Washington team game. I'm sorry. Dude. Oh, look. look they, got, they got the camera view, too. I'm coming to knock them out. Oh, oh man! <laughs> let's oh. get this man's feed. Let's also check he's alive. But first, let's get his feed. <laughs> good lord! They are both still on the ground. Oh no! It's a good thing they got his camera footage at least. Yeah, yeah, yep. That, exactly. It's so horrible. So yo, look at this. Man's gonna be going off the field on the truck with a neck brace on, and they're like, "Oh, <laughs> we got his footage at least." Yeah. I'm saying, hey, look at look. You can look at this footage in VR, so you can be like you were there. Oh my god, <laughs> that's just rough. Yikes! All right, Dominic, uh, where was I here? Tiger Woods. So, 2K also acquired HB Studios, the team behind the golf club. This is post so, post um accident, right? I. You know what? I don't know. I feel like it was. But I don't remember when that happened, to be honest with you. That actually did happen 2021, right? Yes. So that happened February 23rd. Okay. So, yeah, this would have been post that. So bringing him back to the digital world because he can't golf in real life. He was in this father-son golf tournament. I think they came in second. Okay. He held his his son son back. holding him back. No, no, no. He held his son back because <laughs> of his car engine. Some probably pissed. Like, look at you. Look at you. We could have took first place. You had to drive like 80 miles per hour or something going around a curve. Just because you were trying to get away from mom. God damn it. <laughs> All right. After that, Dominic, Sony acquired Evo. So they were in a partnership with some other company that I'm not familiar with. But they purchased Evo. So now. So no more Killer Instinct at Evo? Right. <laughs> exactly. Yep. <laughs> Nobody's playing that anyway, Dominic. But yeah, so that's uh, that's interesting. I don't know that we've really seen. Much oh yeah, Smash Brothers. In the way of change for is that. Smash Brothers at Evo. I feel like if they're smart, they have to. You know, as long as I mean, I guess it's up to Nintendo whether they're willing to make that deal, right? Because yeah, you could technically have it at Evo, but like. They wouldn't be able to stream it or at least monetize the stream or something like that. Otherwise, they would get sued. I don't know. 
business is complicated down there. Yeah, just do the new DC one or the Nickelodeon game. There you go. <laughs> yes, the multiverse. <laughs> All right, Dominic. In May, we had the Epic versus Apple trials start. And of course, as we talked about at the time, it doesn't seem like anything really has come of that. Of course, like no. injunctions were filed and like. He was hoping to be the old, that, like the OJ trial, but it wasn't. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, Steve, uh, not Steve Jobs, uh, Tim Apple driving down the highway trying to get away from, <laughs> from Epic, um, away from Tim Sweeney. Yeah, I mean, it seems like nothing is really come from that yet because everything is still just locked up in litigation and you know they the original idea was that apple was gonna make it so third parties were gonna have to be able to pay through their own things but because they filed an injunction now they don't have to until an actual decision has been made it's just like stupid legal bullshit so it seems like nothing good has come of that as of yet at least uh, after that, we got EA acquiring Metalhead. They are the guys behind Super Mega Baseball. So that's a pretty fun game. And it, it'll be interesting to see what EA does with them. You know, it would be fun to see that game, I guess, in some variation with official MLB rosters, I guess. Yeah, exactly. I would love to see that. Nice uh, re- revisiting of like a backyard baseball style franchise. Get Kid Ken Griffey back in there. All right. All right. Next up, Dominic, in June, we had the E3 online events and Jeff Keighley's Game Fest. Is there anything that you remember that sticks out to you as far as what was announced at Game Fest? Because honestly, for me, there really isn't anything that like really sticks out. What, what is it called? Memory. The Death Standing, Death Stranding, um, Game of the Year I, edition. <laughs> well, that's what it's called, or was it? Was I, it director's I don't cut? think it was Game of the Year edition. Yeah, director's cut. That's what it was. Okay. Yeah, that's the one. Him in the box, crawling around I like he's like a snake. Was Was the Saints Row showed at this, or what? Uh, was that at that, or was that at the Game Awards? The Game Awards. Let's see. Oh, you mean from the previous year? Yeah, from the previous year. Let's see. We only got stuff. Do, do, do. Everything announced by Jeff Keighley. Elden Ring stuff. Tiny Tina's uh, Wonderlands. I think that was one of the big ones. Metal okay, Gear that Tactics. Looked, that. that looked pretty good. Jurassic World. Sable release I'm sorry, I'm, I'm stuck on my, my drink here. Um, that's why yeah. I came. <laughs> uh, let's see. Escape from Tarkov. Left for Dead. Vampire the Masquerade Blood Hunt, Tales of Arise, a reveal trailer, Fast and the Furious coming to, man, like looking back on this, it's like, it really wasn't like anything big that came from this. No, it really wasn't. You know, back for blood gameplay. Yeah, that's, no wonder we were like, eh, and didn't, and I didn't remember anything from this stuff. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's what they had there. We shall see what they do with E3 this year, whether we actually have a in-person one. I feel like we will by June of this year. I feel like we will either have gotten to a place where it is relatively safe to travel or people just won't care anymore because 
you're you're kind of already at that point right now. I feel like no, it's, I think at that point everybody has the COVID in them. You know, yes. it's going to be just <laughs> that's that's what it's going to be. I mean, that's the problem though, right? Like it, that's what I was joking with with a guy at work is like we should all just get in a room together and just get all the COVID at the same time, but. It's not chicken box. You can get it again, unfortunately. Yeah, you can get it again. And that's the best problem. Just not good. Well, what we need to do is just all keep getting it until like our bodies have just grown accustomed to it and it can't do anything to us anymore. So like now it's at like cold status, whereas like if we just kept getting it and getting it, it would just, you know, oh, my eye twitches for like two seconds and then I'm good. But I tested positive for COVID. I'm not a scientist, Dominic. Don't listen to any of this. Go get vaccinated. All right. This is a a Joe Rogan. He's the guy. (laughs) Exactly. I'm going to have Aaron Rodgers come on next. All right, Dominic. In July, we had Sony acquiring Nixies and Housemark. Uh, So Nixies uh, is kind of a porthouse. They do stuff like they're putting uh, Uncharted on the PC. And Housemark, of course, made Returnal, which was kind of a big hit last year. So I'm really seeing people come around on Returnal in a way that I feel like it was not getting when it first came out. Like I'm seeing that game show up on game of the year lists like more so than this is not the first year you don't see a lot of Sony games. Yeah. But I mean, like even higher than Ratchet and Clank, like honestly, I feel like the talk between those two games respect. I thought it, I thought it would happen. Which is like not a lot because that yeah. seemed like that's always it's fucking more happened. The same. Even though it's like in a good game, like it's like a it's a it's a great game and it looks great, but it really gets no res- respect really like that, you know? Yeah. Just, yeah, it seems like people are settling in on like this is great, but also it's kind of more of the same but prettier, and yeah, we're we're going in a different different direction on that but no return probably is a good, good good game i just unfortunately i have nowhere to play it yeah it was definitely one of those where like i was definitely mentally having that conversation of like is this a 70 dollars game i don't know if i would pay 70 dollars for this game especially because it's like this roguelike thing it's short sort of maybe but also like it seems really cool and is more like metroidy than people had originally discussed and yeah there was there was a lot of like in my head like if i got my hands on a ps5 would i pay 70 dollars for that game i don't know oh yeah uh but and also but with that game damn i had it on my tongue because i'm watching football at the same time so now i'm also um <laughs> it was somebody return on return mm. um like i mean it like graphically it looked good but i was like why couldn't this be on a PS4? Yeah. Yeah, I can I see feel- that. The environments in that game also felt a little blank, I think, is, is what yeah, makes yeah. me the, feel like it was. From the videos I've seen, and, that, and there's probably some that's better. I mean, if, if they mm. are, I don't know. But the ones that say, yeah. Maybe you get uh, yeah, deeper into the game, more elaborate stuff. Yeah. But I'm, I'm just thinking, like, why couldn't this be on PS4? And that, I'm thinking that's this is one of those games that, like I said, if COVID didn't happen, or there was no chip shortage, a combination of the two, um, I feel like um, Horizon and God of War and Turismo, they would be exclusive to PS5. 
And th- that just tells me, like, y'all was just, it didn't have to be, though. It's like, wait a minute, so you tell me these things can run on PS4. <laughs> y'all was just going to probably just make it exclusive. Yeah. And I feel like Returnal was probably in that boat. Was that, yeah, it p- could play on PS4, but we know we're going to make it like, hey, this is the next gen game, even though technically it's not. It's only next gen game because it's just can be played up here, like physically. Not right. that it's just not, it can't possibly play on the last gen. And I don't like that. I don't like that because <laughs> it just makes it just pisses me off. I think we're going to get to a point where even some of these higher tier games that you would expect them to put the work in to make run well are going to maybe underperform on some of that older hardware to a point where, sorry, I wanted to wait for that. I I heard it. (laughs) That was me farting. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But I think uh, some of these games are going to underperform in a way that people are not going to be satisfied with almost on the level of like a cyberpunk. And then you'll start to see like, ah, maybe they are next gen or maybe they just didn't put in the work to actually make it yeah, run actually, well. Yeah, on, run well. Yeah, exactly. Which I think people are probably going to lean more in the direction of, but yeah, we will get to the point where they're going to phase out development for those systems once they can actually put new systems in people's hands. All right, Dominic, speaking of new systems, also in July after E3, which we thought like, okay, they didn't announce it at E3, so I guess we're not getting a Switch Pro, and we didn't. We instead got a Switch OLED, which just replaced the screen and upgraded the uh, dock with a Ethernet port and a few other minor changes. Uh, A lot of disappointment around this, I think, you know? Yeah. I mean, especially yeah, I mean, you're respecting something like new, something powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we talked about it at the time, but for me, it would have been something that I was kind of interested in picking up if they had actually done a substantial upgrade there, because there are games that I saw that didn't perform in the way that I would have necessarily wanted them to. Um, and with, something like Zelda, which I had my issues with, you know, both breath of the wild and more so links awakening. Sadly, I would have absolutely upgraded to play that game in more of a way that I would wanted to. And also breath of the wild too, knowing that that's coming out running on a same or the similar or similar engine to breath of the wild one. And knowing the issues that we already saw with that game, I think I would have upgraded in hopes that breath of the wild Two would have performed in a way that I would have been happier with. And, you know, here we are with Bloomberg coming out even after this announcement saying, Oh yeah, they, there were developers that had actual switch pro with upgraded hardware dev kits and stuff like that. And Nintendo of course coming out and refuting that but I can't help but wonder if this is just like a stopgap thing because of the chip shortages. They're like, ah, we can get screens for days, but we can't get new chips right now. Maybe next year when we can get more chips or whenever it may be, if it's before when we decided we were going to actually do switch to or what have you, if they're going to actually still go down that route. 
Yeah. So. Yeah, I have no idea. Yep. Meanwhile, uh, Steam had other ideas, and they were like, yo, you want a powerful handheld? We got you, boys, because here's the Steam Deck. Oh, um, shit. I forgot about this damn thing. I... Honestly, I think in the wiki list that I initially looked at, it wasn't on there as far as like big announcements for 2021. And then I was going through our old notes and I'm like, how the fuck did we not, how did I not have Steam Deck on this already? So, yeah, I mean, that's that's big. And originally we were supposed to be looking at those things having launched by now and being available to at least a, a number of people during the holiday season. And that obviously got pushed back. Um, but I'm still looking forward to seeing what reviews are on that thing. I, it's not something that I'm necessarily going to pick up at launch. I mean, at this point I can't, I think if I ordered it today, it would be like sometime in 2023 before I was able to get it or something allegedly. Um, but it's something that I'm very much like, I want to see how that performs. If that can actually do, a lot of what I would like it to do, especially in terms of making like game pass games portable, that, that could be a game changer yes, in a lot of yes, ways. Really? So, uh, and I'd be interested to see if that does become a thing. If Microsoft becomes a little more inclined to, uh, maybe do a handheld situation of their own, if they're like, oh, hey, people are interested in playing our Game Pass stuff on this Steam Deck. Maybe we should do a thing ourselves. So we shall see, Dominic. Last thing I have here in July, one of the biggest articles or one of the biggest news stories of the year. The California Department of Fair Employment and Housing files a lawsuit against Activision Blizzard, alleging many types of discrimination and sexual and other types of harassment. This, this was really the beginning of the unraveling for Blizzard and Activision as a larger company. You know, now we're at a point where Bobby Kotick is, you know, possibly directly involved with some of these allegations and hasn't been ousted yet, but would not necessarily be surprised if he, were to be by the end of this year, if there's, you know, I still wouldn't be, I won't be surprised because I, <laughs> I thought of him as a good man. Like this, yeah, this, I mean, he, he doesn't deserve this, Daniel. Yeah, he doesn't deserve this. <laughs> Star of Moneyball, Bobby Kodak <laughs> does not deserve this. Yes, it's unfair treatment. Someone who did deserve that treatment apparently was Jay Allen Brack as he stepped down from Blizzard, probably at the behest of a. Mr. Bobby Kodak is probably like, you're going to take the knife on this one. Just fall on the sword. Get the fuck out of my face. And here's $20 million to keep your mouth shut. Probably, <laughs> Allegedly. Sprinkle, sprinkle, sprinkle. All right. After that, Dominic, one of the other big stories of the year, Martin Luther King in Fortnite. We talked about it oh, a little God. bit at that time. <laughs> <laughs> a weird decision, but also like part of me has come around on it a little more. Like as long as it's not in the part where you can just shoot your gun, like bringing the education to where the kids are nowadays and the kids are in Fortnite. I, I, it's hard for me to entirely hate the idea, but also just like the, the, 
the weird juxtaposition of Martin Luther King in a game where your shooty shooty bang bang is just well, I never it's it's not right. <laughs> I never talked to people in Fortnite, but I can. I'm just going to assume that they that talking the dialogue is not that great. And I mean, like between people, like yes. like they they are using a lot of racial uh, slurs, so of their language. You know but, what? I I don't I don't know. I mean, there's there's an extent where I just assume that's the case in most online games, which is really sad that I have to. But at the same time, I don't hear a lot of people talk about it in like it being a toxic community in the way that I do like of a Dota or, you know, something like that. But it might also just be me not listening to a lot of people talking about Fortnite. But, but I do I wouldn't listen know how to many the- people are in public. Who, who's listening in public rooms? Like, oh, they just mm, I got not you, even yeah. just talking at all or are they just talking right. to their friends? Yeah, on Discord and whatnot. That's that's probably what it actually is more of. Because like I was gonna say, I, I listen to Cheap Ass Gamer and Wombat is like super into Fortnite now, like spends hundreds of hours playing that game and he doesn't really talk about, you know, toxic community, but I think you're onto something there as far as like the use of Discord is probably so prevalent now that everybody just kind of makes their own communities in whatever game it is instead of actually, you know, having to deal with the, the rancid public that may yeah. still exist in these games. Yeah. Cause I think it's normal for people just not to talk because actually I found it weird when I was playing Halo, I heard somebody say something. I was like, what the fuck? I say, shut up. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I mean, which is funny because it's like, wait a minute, he's doing what he's supposed to do. But it's just that nobody, I was like, I didn't hear nobody talk before. I was like, I haven't heard people talk up here in years. Like everybody's either in their party chat or something. Or I usually have a muted, but since I didn't have it muted for the new Halo Infinite, I heard somebody talk was weird. I was like, what? Why is this dude talking? Is that how this dude talk? Yeah. But yeah, because hey, man, it just, like, oh, man. It just made it so bad. Like people have made it so bad in the past that I just don't even bother being in mm. those those rooms anymore. And now since I'm older, I always feel weird talking to people in these watch play space. Cause I was like, they're, they're just kids. I mean, I know I I know you're just supposed to just be keep it simple, <laughs> but they be talking about things. I'm like, I don't really want to talk about anything besides this game because you're like it's gonna say, go downhill quick. Yeah, this this ain't uh, yeah. I mean, like you're y'all probably very young. That's kind of weird. Like hey, how I'll- he wished his dad had voted for Donald Trump more. <laughs> All right. So what else we got, man? All right, Dominic. Speaking of voting for Donald Trump, uh, in September we kicked it off with the CEO of Tripwire Games, John Gibson, getting himself in trouble. That is the developer behind Maneater and some other like port work and stuff like that. Well, he's with Qunon uh, or something. Stuff like, what's that? Is with Qunon or something like that? He, this was the one where fuck. Now I'm like completely forgetting what. I happened. was just joking. I don't think he was. No, what, it was. Oh, it was the anti-abortion stuff. That's what it was. Oh, with okay. Him. It was him basically saying saying on Twitter, I'm glad someone's finally willing to stand up to these leftist bullies kind of stuff. To these baby killers. 
Yes, exactly. <laughs> these baby murderers as a yeah, these, Christian these man. Yeah, I'm glad. The Vietnam War. <laughs> yeah, so that uh, it did not go well for him. It's a uh, tiger eat your face moment there. After that, in September, you had Netflix getting into the video game space by acquiring Night School Studios, the people behind uh, Oxenfree. Uh, with Oxenfree 2 coming up, they're still allegedly releasing that on consoles. But it does seem like Netflix is actually trying to get into the video game space and making some sort of video game subscription model, which I would be interested to see them do because that is competition for yeah. a Microsoft, and real, you know, and real video games, and, not the the shit they did with those interactive games with you, <laughs> not Minecraft story mode. Yeah. Well, before Minecraft, it was something else. They also did the Bandersnatch, the the what is yeah. that show? They did Black popular. Mirror too, right? Yes, yeah. Black Mirror. Yeah, that's the one. Black Mirror Bandersnatch. Yeah. So we shall see what comes of that. It feels like there hasn't really been much so far, but. I'm sure if they're picking up studios, they're going to do something just like Google. Just steam on through, I guess. Mm-hmm. All right, Dominic. After that, we had Sony acquiring Bluepoint Games. They are the ones that did the remake of uh, Demon Souls for the PS5. They also did some of the remaster collections for like Eco and Shadow of the Colossus. So they picked those guys up. Moving into October, we got Sora being announced as the final playable character for Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Yep. It's part of their last fighter pack. As people as well. will say, it's like, that's not a sword. It's a key. <laughs> it's a keyblade. Yeah, a keyblade. But it's not is a sword. Is a blade technically a sword? I mean, or is I'll, it like I'll say yes. All I don't swords care what are those... blades, but blade, all blades aren't swords kind of thing? I don't know. They, they all fucking cut something. <laughs> It may not, it may not right. cut through, but it'll bash it. You can bash it'll it. It'll sever it. Put a yeah. cut to shit. Oh, just blunt, non-sharp swords. Oh, All right, Dominic. Nintendo also announced their expansion pack for their online, which added Sega Genesis and Nintendo 64 games to their online catalog for $50 a year. Let's, let's see a lot of pushback on this. Mostly because they're just not giving like a huge library of games no. to warrant the additional cost. I think from like two years from now, people will say, hey, man, it's worth it. Yeah. But not until they uh, add some more stuff. And it's only been, I mean, it has been one game a month, which is a, seems like it's more than what they were doing for the Super Nintendo stuff, but also doesn't seem like we're going to get it, to like it, it should, it should have been a bigger library the like one game a yeah. month is good if you had a bigger library from the beginning mm. yeah exactly all right we also had another hack dominic this time twitch got its source code released as well as the income for lots of the i think it was like top 100 streamers or something like that yeah 1000 um, so obviously we were we were included in that list. Please don't dox us. Yeah, that was that was yeah. a um, a big deal on the internet. I mean, like Twitter, I saw people really talking, about, but I mm. I just didn't give a fuck. So I yeah. I, I was did not even <laughs> get into that space. I saw some people just argued about like how much they made or how much somebody made, like saying like, hey, it's not 
that much if you put in blah blah i was like i don't care yeah hourly rate and yeah. stuff like that because there are people that are literally streaming on twitch you know like 12 plus hours a day and, and yeah seven that, like, days th- a week it's their, it's their job yeah like they're not going to work eight hours and then coming back streaming for two yeah. and making 20 million dollars a year <laughs> yeah that's not happening so yeah so good on those people for finding a career on Twitch. Oh, they're gonna say good on those people for 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 get the source coal. <laughs> <laughs> also that, but only if something good comes of it, like better moderation tools or something like that. All right, Dominic, and here is the news uh, continuing from the beginning of the year: Vicarious Visions. Uh, they lost their name because they were fully merged into Blizzard and became basically a. Port studio. See, we or, want people to forget Tony know. Hawk forever. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's unfortunate, especially after after having released that that really good Tony Hawk one and two. You know, I remake. don't look like activists. What? I guess the goal is just to make money without <laughs> putting too much work into making yes, that money. trying to min-max it. Minimal <laughs> effort, maximum money. Yeah. Because it's like, darn, okay, you did this Tony Hawk game, people liked it, I think. I mean, I don't know how much it sold. I'm just going to assume it sold okay. Yeah. But I have no idea. But, like, you didn't want to expand on that. It's like, oh, that's it. It's like, yeah. that's it, we're done. Let's go we're back done. to... The, let's go back to making just Call of Duty and Blizzard games. Although I would be excited to see Blizzard presents Tony Hawk's Pro Skater three and four. <laughs> Just I mean, put the Blizzard I, name on there. Yeah. Too bad they're working on Overwatch two or whatever. They have to come up with like a different name for McCree again. That Diablo what four? Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean they that's do it. have a lot oh. of games in development over there, but well, two major well, ones this, in development. The over sequel. There. But, I mean, it's nothing. Yeah. Not, it's nothing new. I mean, not, I'm not blaming Blizzard. I mean, they can do what they want. I mean, whatever. That's they're just going to cash in on those names. But I mean, I, it's not really cash. I mean, they, they still put work into that shit. It's like Activision. Like they bought it. Oh, they did crash. I don't know. Mm-hmm. If they, I don't know if they're doing a. I'm Spiral. I'm guessing that's going to do a new Spiral game. Um, maybe I don't know. I heard no, no talks about that. Mm-hmm. But are. <laughs> Is anything else going to come from that studio besides Call of Duty? Any, I mean, down. I mean, anything would be a surprise because I don't hear nothing talked about with Activision. Yeah, they didn't even pick up nothing for Star Wars. I'm surprised they didn't get, try to get into that. Well, <laughs> say like do something for Star Wars. Just do Star. Yeah. The next Call of Duty is Star Wars or something like that. It's surprising <laughs> they didn't do that. <laughs> Call of Duty Rogue Ops. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a shame what Activision is, even outside of the obvious things that we talked about earlier. But just from a business standpoint, it's sad that we're not getting anything, anything new out of them. And we're really not even getting that much out of them, period. We're, like you said, Call of Duty and Blizzard stuff when that comes around. So it's rough. All right, Dominic, moving into November, we have the Grand Theft Auto definitive trilogy coming out and being 
hot garbage, basically, you know, being pulled from sale on the PC for a while from the Rockstar launcher because it had source code in there that contained some of the music that was no longer in the definitive edition. And even as far as like including parts of the hot coffee mod that still remained in that game. It's just well, the hot coffee mod, mod thing. But. I'm just like, why can't I just put that in the fucking game? At this point, we've seen much worse in those games. Oh my God. Yeah. So. And also, it's just, yeah, it just shows you that, man, they didn't put really not a lot of work in this definitive edition. Like, come yeah. on, all the money they got, they could have made, like, I like saying you got to make it look like Grand Theft Auto 5. I mean, they can still look the way it looks now. Fine. I mean, I know I know you don't particularly like it that much, how it looks, but just make it good. Like, like just put some work yeah. into it. Like, what are you doing? Like, you got... Tons of fucking money over there in Rockstar. And, well, take two. I mean, the whole fucking, like, the companies. Why? Why does this seem like God just put so little work into this? Like, it literally just freaking, um, just up it a bit and just ported it. Yeah. Like, are they doing um, anything else with this? Are, are they still fixing it? Or is it just done? I I haven't heard anything outside of what they had already done, which is basically like fix the rain, which was actually terrible because it was like not see through. So you couldn't play the game very well when it was actually raining in the game. Um, but some of some of the other bugs, they basically said, hey, these were in the original game. So they carried over and then just like the general look of it, I think they've gotten it to the point where they wanted it. You know, because there was that meme going around where the the nut or whatever that was on the top of one of the buildings was turned into a donut, basically, because they put smoothing on everything. Um, but outside of them giving you the option to get the old version, which I think sa- sounds like basically their Band-Aid option, it's like, here you go, you don't have to complain anymore, we're just giving you the old version back, so like, leave us alone or something. Which is, it's really sad for games that were so defining of their time and you just, to celebrate their anniversary, you just put out this trash. Like, oh, you know what, if you're going to do a remake, like, just just go all in. Like, you could have just been working on this for some years and make it, maybe not like Grand Theft Auto 4 graphics, but something in between that and PlayStation. Just like, hey, we reworked this or something a bit. Or did I did a lot of touches? If like I said, if you just did it like the graphics look now, but you did a lot of touches in there to make it just look better, um, and to feel better, like just to be a good overall game again. Yeah, like you got. I mean, you got considering the, what we've seen, like out of mods and whatnot for that. I I feel like they could have made it to at least like Grand Theft Auto four or five levels of quality without I don't want to say without much effort but without like the amount of effort that they maybe would imply it would take to to get to that level yeah I mean yeah if the mods can yeah the mods can make it look like good then you got fucking people and money behind you yeah <laughs> exactly so yeah or at least one all of those right, games now. like at least they could at least did like okay you didn't want to do all three games, 
to be like at least Grand Theft Auto Four level of quality. At least do like one, do a remake yeah, of like one. Yeah, like they did with Mafia. Yeah. Where it's like, hey, we're remaking this, and then we're gonna put out remasters of these other two, basically. Yeah. All right, Dominic. Next up, Epic acquired Harmonix at the end of November. So, uh, yeah, they're going to continue working on Rock Band stuff. Probably won't see any new Rock Band games they anytime do a new soon, instrument. Do the oboe. <laughs> oh, an oboe. <laughs> there you go. But it's only going to be playable in Fortnite. That's, <laughs> that's the downside. Yeah. So I... It's interesting. Again, I'm, I, I'll reiterate what I said then is I'm glad to see Harmonix with an un, influx of cash, basically, because that studio has always been one that I would not be surprised if it ended up dead because it was always between publishers and between, you know, money houses, basically. And hopefully they are at some point given kind of free reign to do what they want creatively with the budget of an Epic games and not just, Hey, we want you to work on the next Ariana Grande concert in Fortnite or something like that. <laughs> now, obviously that just happened. So it's yet to be determined what they're going to be doing completely, but here's the hoping, you know, that's, that's all the I can next say. With epic that. event should be like the Super Bowls halftime show is in Fortnite. That would be pretty wild, to be honest with you. I mean, they did have the partnership with the NFL to put like the jerseys in there for a while. And then that all kind of fell apart, I think, around like people with gun charges. If you watch on TV, you see a bunch of like um, characters, uh, Fortnite characters is jumping around on a (laughs) like like, holding signs that say watch Fortnite. Yeah, you see Spider-Man just swinging around, a bunch of (laughs) Spider-Man swinging around. Well, just Fortnite people, because you say that this is a mechanic now. Everybody just swinging around and shit. Yep. <laughs> you know, I, 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 I don't hate that idea, Dominic. I, <laughs> I honestly like. I could see them doing something really cool with a Super Bowl themed slash halftime music performance thing in Fortnite. This half, yeah. this one is like all old rappers, I believe. Oh, really? I think it's um, Dr. Dre. Okay. Um, and others. I I I, I, I want to say Snoop Dogg. Um, Snoop Dogg's always here to get a check. Yeah, he's just yeah. Okay, it's Doctor. Yeah, Doctor Dre, Snoop Dogg, Eminem. No, 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 no. no wait a minute. Let me see. Super Bowl. Maybe it, yeah. Doctor Dre, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, Mary J. Blige, and Kendrick Lamar. Okay. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, that's pretty big. Jay-Z so it's like it's people his, I know. Uh, so now, and it's those oldies. <laughs> I mean, exactly. Except for Kendrick Lamar. Uh, but Even Kendrick at this point, I feel like, is like, the kids aren't listening to him anymore. Oh, yeah, maybe. People listening to Kendrick to. Lamar would be referred to as old heads nowadays. Or, yeah, young or long millennials. Yeah. So. All right, Dominic, moving into December, we got Tencent acquiring Turtle Rock Studios, who had recently released Left for Dead. And obviously also uh, they were the ones that made Evolve and came from the people who made, no, not Left for Dead. 
what's the game called? Back for Blood, Dominic. There it is. Back for Blood. But they originated from people that worked on Left 4 Dead. So, again, another studio that I'm glad to see, you know, get a little bit of support as long as Tencent isn't, you know, pushing them in a direction creatively that they don't want to. And, and bow down say, to like, our Chinese overlords. <laughs> <laughs> I got to get my uh, LeBron James or John Cena statements out there. Um, yeah, I, I, I will say, like, to their credit, Tencent, I feel like, has been one of those companies that, is putting money into games development and you're also not necessarily seeing a lot of push in creativity in a certain direction. Now, maybe there are things that, you know, these game developers wanted to say about China that they maybe aren't including anymore, but that's not as evident as something where it's just like Activision, for instance, Hey, we're going to bring in vicarious visions and give them all the money, but also they're just not going to exist anymore. And they're going to work on call of duty ports or something like that. So I, I am okay with that as of right now. We'll see how wow, that guy is open. How that turns out. Jesus. Did they ever get that camera guy up off the field? Oh, well I'm actually red zone. So I'm seeing multiple oh, games. It jumped around. Yeah. Gotcha. I have no idea what happened to him. I gonna assume he's dead. So we can oh. just uh, do one. I'm glad you have editorial processes on this podcast. Oh, that's <laughs> you're going to need to cut that out when we find out that that poor man actually died. Oh, I hope he didn't. Yeah, I hope he didn't die. Let me see. That. Yes. Yes. We all here at the Superpod family. We hope that that poor man is not dead. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, Dominic, we also had in December Riot Games settling a workplace gender discrimination lawsuit that was ongoing with former employees for $100 million. That may sound like a lot, but it was a class action lawsuit. There were many people involved. So obviously that money is going to be divided by them and they'll probably see like a couple dollars a piece for what they had to put up with. So somebody said, like this show, I'm looking at something on the cameraman. Uh-huh. And someone said, "Thank God, can't thank God, cameraman or cameramen are so close and can't use their thousand dollar cameras to zoom in. Like he blaming him for being too close to. What the it's fuck? not that close, really. I mean, it's Good not. Lord. I don't know. I mean, it's not, it's. I can't blame the camera for being. Right. That's where they always are, and it's not really that. He's not on the field. He's not even on the edge of you know." Like mm. where the out of bounds is, he's 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 far. It's just th- the guy went over there. I mean, what the hell? People are stupid. That's why you're telling me, Dominic. Yeah. All right. Next up in December, Dominic, we had Splinter Cell the remake announced that we just talked about to the last time we podcasted. In fact, because you know now we're here, and yeah, we hopefully that turns out good. And then we had some bad Ubisoft news. They're getting in the NFT game, Dominic, as is all these people with their monkey avatars with Quartz. Oh, but the football player, he had to go on a stretcher, man. Oh, shit. Wow. Lift, well, not a stre- Well, yeah, they got him on the... Um, he suffered a neck injury. Oh, my God. Oh, my man. Yeah. Did he ha- hit the camera itself, or is that camera man just sturdy? I mean, I think he hit the, the camera. Yeah, he hit the camera because I told you oh. in that camera video, he, he hit it. Um, okay. But he hit the wall too. 
Um, oh. Washington football team tight end Ricky Seals suffered a neck injury and in a scary sideline collision. I don't know what happened to the cameraman, though. My God. Of course, right. I'm going to ask, well, well, how, how's the camera? All right. So. <laughs> well, we wish the best for all of them. <laughs> NFTs, Dominic. They're, they're driving people wild in 2021. Oh, yes. yes, they are. And uh, now into 2022. They're the future, Daniel. That's what's they're the future. Oh, whatever. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's what to say. I mean, what the fuck? I just hope they don't yeah. exist anymore. Yeah, absolutely. Is this a fad that we think they're going to get over, or is this something that's going to become ubiquitous? I just hate with, people with who just want it, like like to try to get people on it. I was like, come on, man, dude, stop trying to find. Different ways to to get out paying taxes, man. Shit, come on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. uh, but yeah, it's it's um. I I hope it is. I mean, because it's just I don't I don't see the positives in it unless you're in on it and like you're at the top, mm-hmm. like yep. getting in on this shit. What are you trying to say, Dominic? It's some kind of pyramid scheme. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's exactly yeah, what I'm saying. Pretty much. So we shall see where game development goes. I'm sure I'm sure E3 this year will be will be flush with NFT related games. So we'll see how this stuff works out. But until then, uh, you know, it's another year. We did it, Dominic. We made it through. And we're beginning another one. What do you think? Man, that was that's the whole year? Damn. Yep. Man, any other news happen? Oh, I didn't mention about um John Madden passing away. No, you didn't. Did you see and the Betty other White. one that passed away? Yeah. What what other one? I, Betty White. Oh, okay. I I forgot about John Madden because of Betty White happening yesterday or day before. But yeah, I was a little surprised that you didn't start the podcast with that. And then when I was Thinking to bring it up, I kept forgetting to bring it up. So, oh. yeah, it's crazy. I mean, are we going to get like a John Madden Memorial Special Edition this year for for Madden? Football? Oh yeah, oh yeah. The next the next Madden <laughs> football is definitely getting that, yo. I mean, they did Kobe thing like that. So what the fuck? That's they true. Yes, they did. Oh yeah, yeah. he's definitely that. That thing going to be what like a hundred twenty dollars or something like that. Um, <laughs> It's gonna have a turducken included with it. Yeah, yeah, or, or at least a coupon. The coupon <laughs> for your turducken for Thanksgiving. No. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm sitting over here wanting the uh, Betty White NFL 2K <laughs> edition or whatever. Yeah, Betty White. Yep, the last one, 99 years old. Yeah, the last one of the Golden it's, Girls. It's crazy too because when we went to see Spider-Man before that, they were advertising like one of those Fathom event style things. That was like Betty White's 100th birthday party. It's got Ryan Reynolds and all these other stars talking about how great she is. And I'm like, are they still going to do that? Is that? Oh, this was after she died? I thought it was before she died. No, it was before she died. Oh, but yeah, like, okay. Yeah, I was about to say. But it's oh, supposed to happen on her oh. birthday, which is in like two weeks. <laughs> it's like the 17th of January. Well, Matt and, what was it, Christmas Day? They had a Matt special. Oh, on. did they? 
Yeah. Okay. Um, and of then course they did. a few days later, he died. And I was like, Jesus oh, wow. Christ, oh, did they know? Bad. Did they know he was going to die? It was just like, oh, they, they didn't know he was sick or something. It was just it was all just coincidence that they just had this special. Um, How old was John Madden? 85. Oh, wow. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, Crazy. Madden, I mean, like, I know Madden from, I mean, of course, probably the first time I ever seen him wasn't even a video game. It probably was announcing because I was watching football. So, mm-hmm. I mean, my, my dad and brother watch football. So I've seen him. And then when I saw the the game, when my brother had the Sega Genesis game, um, I knew that was like, hey, that's John Madden, the announcer guy. I say, oh, he like yeah. he's on a game. So like it, it so it wasn't me. I wasn't in the point where like, oh, I knew the video game before the man, because I was watching already watching football. So I already kind of knew him. And my dad mentioned him because he was a Raiders fan, so he knew him as a coach. But yeah, I mean, uh the dude, I mean, like he was basically NFL for me though. Like I just knew him like every time I watch a game. It's like, oh, this is a John Madden game. This must be the big game at the end of the week. <laughs> if John Madden's doing it with um, Pat yeah. Summerall. Um, and Pat Summerall, he passed away um, years ago. Now, I don't know how many years ago it's been now. Um, but, yeah, I just remember them. Pat Summerall, him do it. I, I remember when Madden first went to Fox. That was a big deal. Because, um, like, yeah, they got Madden. And I was like, oh, I'm good. Because I like Fox. Because I like their music. I like their football music. <laughs> That's all I like that kid. It's like with the music. And then. And then he went to Monday Night Football. That was huge. So he was always getting the, the big games of the week. And that was his. And then he went to NBC. It was his last stop. When NBC finally got football, they got Madden for how many? I don't know how many years it was NBC. That was his later years, though. Uh, but yeah, I, I love um, I love listening to Madden. Um, of course, the video game. I, used, I uh, love when he was doing the announcing the game. It was great. After he stopped mm-hmm. doing announcing, I don't I didn't play Madden much though. That was when Madden went to 360. And that year they had uh, some different announcer. Nobody liked them. Um then they start getting other announcers. Uh I haven't really played much of Madden during those years, so I can't compare to say who's bad. Now the latest ones I played was the last three years, and they need to change their dialogue because I'm hearing the same shit. It's the same guys and it's the same dialogue. And I'm like, dude, they need to fix this <laughs> um, because they, y'all ain't really changing much except for the name, them saying the names. But yeah, so I can't really compare um, to the current Mattens to the time when he was there. Like I, I don't play Madden as much. I used to play Madden a whole lot back in the uh, from the Late 90s to the early 2000s, I was playing mm-hmm. Madden. Basically, middle school through um, probably high high school, I guess. Because I think, yeah, yeah, because when 360 came out, it was what, 2005? Right? 2005 or 6. 2005, the winner of 2005 is when 360 came out, right? That sounds right. Yeah. So then, yeah, I. I wasn't playing Madden as much, and I was still playing college football. Though I played college football for a while because mm-hmm. I liked that better. But uh, yeah, Matt. I mean, him being on a video game, him seeing him. Oh, of course, those commercials that fo- 
foot commercial, whatever, like to <laughs> athlete's foot, tough, tough act. I forgot. Tough act. Tough act to Nacton. Yeah. Tough act to yeah. yeah. Always seeing that. And um, him doing the Thanksgiving games, having um, that turducken. And then him, him always, he's afraid of planes. He was getting on a bus everywhere. Yeah. All over the damn country. He would drive to the next game. <laughs> that was crazy to me. I was like, damn, man. Long ride. But then I was like, oh, this was nice as buses, though. So mm-hmm. he's, it's comfortable. I was going to say, if you're not driving, <laughs> you're just getting there. You're basically living your life in the back there. Yeah, exactly. Just going across the country, man. That's that's <laughs> Man. Yeah, I mean, he lived a full life. I mean, he's died at 85. It was like, good for him. And I mean, he's was... It was accomplished before he was an announcer. Uh, I mean, even though he uh, before announcing and being part of video game, he was a great uh, football coach. Yeah, and um, he was a player. I mean, I don't really know much about him. His playing days that was very long time ago. But Those yeah, leather helmet days. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no face mask. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that a touchdown? Oh my god! <laughs> he threw a hail mary up. <laughs> Oh, wow. And the ball was popping over the place, and he got it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Look at the the coach and the Raiders playing. All right. So I guess that's it. Um, I guess we yep. do. We have any new releases? Nothing this week. Nope. All right. So I guess or these past two weeks, I guess. Yeah, I guess that's it for the podcast. So I guess we can close yep. it up. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for sticking with us for another year. 2022 is here now. You can check us out on Twitter. Dominic's at dstalworth5. I'm at RegulusMB. Podcast is at Superpod, S-U-P-A-P-O-D. Superpod.com is the website. You can find us there. All the previous podcasts, as well as links to all the places you can find us, including YouTube, where there's a video version of this podcast. And, of course, you can find us anywhere else you can find podcasts, including iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon. Until next time, guys, see you later. All right, see you.